Right? Is he Scott Pilgrim? No, I don't know his name. <laughs> no. This is Ramona Flowers. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Everyone and then myself. Nigi? Can't say that word. Now, I'm sure that would have been phenomenal if I spoke Japanese. <laughs> I, I really hope that our, our first guest star is going to be Finster. That'd be it. We'll just deny everybody until then. <laughs> we'll have a fucking, like, Drake is going to be like, yo, guys, can I come on the Jeff podcast? Like, nope, yeah. haven't had Finster yet. Sorry. Man, like, I tried calling you on my cell phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking taking that out. <laughs> You hold no editorial author authority on this podcast. Except for the entire story. <laughs> I'm cutting the whole story. <laughs> Welcome to Totalis Japan. This week, Jeff. Lolo, I'm Olsa, and with me is... Bailey, and we are ranking all of the Jeffs from Jeff 1 to Jeff 35. This week, Jeff 14. Nice. Yes. The best Final Fantasy. Yes. By yes. Far. Unlike last week's was the crappy Final Fantasy, yeah. right? Except like actually 13's like considered pretty mid. I really, really well, so want to play Jeff. it. Exactly. Yeah. And 14, now with a free trial that I believe it's going up to level 70, including the two award-winning expansions, Heavensward and Stormblood, uh, with unlimited playtime. And uh, you should... Yeah, anyway. You might actually be a bigger nerd than Jamie is on the on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that guy pulls out uh, um, Star Trek facts like it's like nobody's business. <laughs> don't know anything about it. I, I don't know anything about Star Trek, <laughs> but if you want like a video game reference or something, I can probably pull some fucking niche. Shit. But um, overall, you'd say that Final Fantasy fourteen is 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 well regarded. Yes, as it's the best in the franchise. It's best in the franchise. Yes. Well, if you think it's seven, you're nostalgia blind. It's like the third best. Yeah, like grow up. I like it. You know, the world changes. You're I just think it's being better than Persona Five, or at least tied with it. I have. I've never played Persona Five. It so. just looks like block fucks, or it would be. Oh. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the. Yeah, this is the. Uh, as we'll get into, he's he, his top scorer is his main relative. Ooh. Okay, so okay. this might be boding well for him. All right. And uh, we do already know that we've already covered basically this entire timeline because mm. he died last episode. Oh, yeah. Remember? So yeah, we yeah. already know technically when he dies. Yes. Um, but sure. you probably don't remember the dates. So no, it'll don't, still don't be even. a surprise. <laughs> um, see. I, have, I do have my family tree where I see he dies roughly between Janice and 13. Yeah, which is true. Of. Yeah, because he was, he was about that age. Okay. Um. First, before we get into it, there's a correction. All right. Uh, not anything important. No one said anything. I just 
while listening figured it out. Um, like listen back to the episode. I said that Vitalian lost and then tried hiding in the water, but mm-hmm. he was spotted because his head was poking out. Ah, yes. It was the person fighting Vitalian who lost oh. and then tried hiding in the water. Okay. And then Vitalian was like, go look for him. And they were like, sir, he's over there. And they all looked over to the water where dude's head was sticking out of the water. <laughs> okay, okay. So, <laughs> mine, it, it feels minor enough where, like, I missed that it may have, like, made no sense, but... It, it like, no one really probably would have said anything, but at the same time, I want to make sure that if I yeah, spot enough. something wrong, I, I want to correct it. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and I also have a quick thing here. Um, not a correction or anything. I can do it <laughs> wrong. Um, but just to one-up your Palestine bit uh, from last week. Oh, God. Uh, I documented a few instances of Israeli propaganda I saw over the week okay. <laughs> that were fucking insane. Um, so for the first one, uh, I don't have the tweet with me, but I'll try and link it in the description. Um, the Israeli Twitter account posted children singing for the destruction of Palestine, um, which is horrible and heinous and i feel bad for those kids um but one of the lines was metal as fuck which was love sanctified by blood oh wow and i'm like that's an and i'm like i don't support you but that goes hard yeah that was hard as hell um the second one was a white liberal take on why uh gaza was being fucking glassed uh and that is it's a 15 minute city so it able it you know once they get us all in, into a, into this 15-minute walkable, livable area, what's stopping them from just laying waste to all of us? Yeah. Think about it. This is why we need cars. Ford? Who? What? I don't know. Buy me? What? Yeah. I don't know. Um, and lastly, which I think the most unhinged, because uh, I wrote down the most notes for it, the Israel Minister of Communications, Shlomi Karhi, calls for the IDF to, well, you know what? What do you think he's calling for? A ceasefire? Realistically, what do you think? (laughs) Genocide? Close. He calls for the IDF to circumcise Hamas fighters as revenge, like David in the tonic. Tonic? Tonic? That one I'm not actually sure how to pronounce. Yeah, that was a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Imagine you get captured by the enemy, and the first thing they do is like pull your pants down and get the scissors out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, and then this is the reason why we're an anti-circumcision podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Because no. Yeah, that's. What if you are pro for. circumcision, you are pro Israel. <laughs> that is what we're saying. <laughs> like, that, you could you could you could draw a really easy line from like. Circumcision is like a, um, it's like a, it's a Jewish, more Jewish thing, right? Yeah. And then Israel, obviously. But I do, I do like feel bad for all the parents who were just like, well, it's the more sanitary. That's why we did it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely like there's reasons to do it. Yeah, and they're fairly good even, reasons. Thing is, I don't even think most of those are like super good. No, and the thing I is, is it, it. it's also um, not popular anymore. Most yeah, people yeah. don't get circumcised anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next week on Circumcision 
Totalis Chefianus. Circumcision reveal at 10,000 on Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we will perform a circumcision. <laughs> if, you, if any fans want to get in contact, uh, if you want to, you know, be part of it, we'll definitely uh, get on board. Yeah, that's right. You can reach out to us on Twitter. At... <laughs> okay. I think we've, we've, we've lollygagged. All right. Jeff time. Um, yeah, Jeff time. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Um, by the way, after this, we'll be going into the greens and blues as factions, sports organizations. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, basically I... proto-mafias. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should bring back the mafia. We should. Well, we can create our own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. For legal reasons, this isn't. <laughs> uh, born at some point. Cool. In the province of Anatolia. So modern day Turkey. Ah, yes. To right. unknown parents. We don't have a date of birth. That was cool. So we're only going to be we able to. We have a rough area of birth. Yeah, but we because we're going to follow precedence, we're going um, gonna to do the same thing we did for Jeff 1, who we didn't know when he was born, and the same thing we did for Jeff 8. When we didn't know when he died. It'll be the last recorded date or the first recorded date they ever do something. Okay. Um, so he's most definitely 100, actually, 100% older than the date we're going to give him today. Gotcha. But sucks, dude. Tough. Maybe you get better sources then. That's fair. Yeah. And I, we, we could probably, like, and this would be like, we'd obviously have to go back to, like, I think Jeff won, but it's like, I feel like adding, like, 10 years would be fair. Yeah. Well, Being, like, like the even, first thing you did was when you were 10. Well, yeah. Yeah, fair. Like, unless we have an age somewhere. Uh, no. There's no age in this Which, at all. yeah, I figure we probably don't. Yeah. Uh, we know roughly, right? The only thing we know about Jeff's family, other than this entire podcast, is that his great-grandfather was Jeff Nine, our top scorer. Ooh. I checked. The highest-ranked person ever in Totalis Rankium Ooh. is Julius Caesar. And wasn't he, he, like, chump change compared to Jeff Nine? No, he was 62. And oh. our Jeff is 64. Okay, okay. Out of the potential 70 I, points. I thought our Jeff had 61. I was so no, scared. No, no, no. Our Jeff's killing it. He's He only didn't get six points. That's right. Get <laughs> fucked, emperors. Um, you aren't shit on Jeff. Julius Caesar was an emperor, by the way. Sorry? He, he wasn't an emperor, by the way, Julius Caesar. Oh, yeah. He was a Roman Republican. Yeah, you did this <laughs> Um We can assume he was born around the 440s, um, just because it makes sense-ish. Yeah. It's, it would put him a bit older than Jeff 13. Yep. And then... Uh, younger than... Younger uh, than Janus. Janus and Janus. But we have no idea, so... Um, he likely would have grown up in religious circles right. because of his future in his life. And he would hear stories about different kinds of holy men. I feel like saying religious circles at this point in time would be, like, very... There's a lot of options there. We'll get into some of these options. <laughs> so he was looking around, like, let's see what kind of, like, let's see what kind of religion I can really become, right? Yeah, what would yeah. It be? First of all, the Pope and the Patriarchs, for Ooh, example. Yes. Right. Someone who holds God, held the, God's ear. Yeah, the kingdom of mankind. Yeah. And, uh, for those of you who don't understand history, but do understand Warhammer 40k, <laughs> the emperor of mankind is this, is the closest equivalent. Exactly. And, um, rightfully preached about the faith on a massive scale. It's almost like uh, it's almost like every time we record it, you're like, oh yeah, medicine time. Yeah, I can't do this podcast sober. <laughs> um, so he looked at the popes and the patriarchs, just the leaders of these cities, right? 
and he would be like, wow, these guys are like influencing people on a massive scale. True. Then he looked at monks, people who worshipped on their own in small groups, usually in a place of worship. Right? Monks existed. This is going to be very, this is going to sound very ignorant of me, so uh, forgive me, adoring public. Uh, monks existed outside of like China. Mon- monk is the term used generally by the sources. Okay. And these sources are usually around oh, so it's like eighteen hundred sources. Like, it's not like Buddhist monk. It's like monk is in someone who like writes books. Yeah, maybe a minor priest. Okay. Maybe okay. like yeah, you know, uh, clergy that are, is in like smaller cities. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and even devout people. Okay, right? gotcha, gotcha. That's what I'm meaning. So he could also become one of those. Um, he could also become a third option, maybe a donatist. Ooh, a secret third thing. Yeah, Is yeah, that someone well, who really likes Duncan? Well, he, he, he likes donuts, fair, right? Fair. So he was like, okay, tell oh, me more. I see a cough. Tell me more. No, no, no. You'll see. Yeah, I was scared. Uh, tell me more about these donatists. What do they, how do they preach? Um, well, the donatists thought that the only real way to preach was to become a martyr. But because they're a Christian non-violently so what they would do is they would often run into senate meetings because mm. if you just run into a senate meeting without being allowed in there it's the death penalty and then they would take like a piece of bread and they would just fuck it on the senate floor and that's how we get donuts exactly oh well, that's the creative well actually they were bagels at first um and the bagels eventually turned into donuts ah. uh but bagel you know uh, bagelis doesn't sound great. That's fair. Retroactively, um, there is the circumcellions. Who, uh, I don't know if you're fucking with no, me. No, I'm not. Oh. But the only confusing thing about it is they're the more extreme version of the Donatist. Uh, Donatist leader. I'm not going to get into him too much, but his name was Donatist, and the circumcellions leader's name was also Donatist, which is really confusing. <laughs> I I can't tell if you're fucking. No, with no, me. no. Circumcellions are real Christians. Oh. Uh, they're just even more. I'm no. gonna explain to you what they really do here. I don't believe that. I know, isn't it? That, that has to be fake. <laughs> I for, wish it was. For real, you're not fucking with me. I am not fucking oh with you. Oh my god, I that's promise. insane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. The father. I wonder where s- they get the the word from. <laughs> yeah, circumference. Exactly. Uh, they they didn't invent math. That was like the Greeks. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, I didn't even know if it was them. It was, that probably it's been not. around. Um. So I thought it was like what Arab area? No, no. Uh, that area wasn't that populated by that time. Yeah. Like the first real Arab nation was the Caliphate, which haven't even gotten to our story yet. Okay, uh, they invented like zero or something. I know they did a lot of important stuff for math. Yeah, they not invented it. Yeah, yeah. They, for sure. Same with the House of Baghdad did a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the Donatists would run up to Roman soldiers and ambush them. With scathing insults <laughs> and really dull sticks and a lot of aggressive movements, you know, just like a lot of like flinching at them and then like you know, like oh, hold me back, bro, right? Oh my god. Um, but Col- they were pacifists. They were pacifists, so they refused to hurt anybody. Okay. But they would keep bonking the heads of these soldiers with their little dull sticks, wooden sticks, and then the soldiers would just be like, okay, what the hell's happening here? And after 30 minutes of it, the soldiers, it's the ancient world, they just kill them. Yeah, And yeah, then they yeah. become martyrs. Yay! Woo! So that was the Donatists. Um, all of these seemed good. To, well, 
most of these seemed good to Jeff. Yeah. Maybe the weird last one we'll leave out. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do know, that. Take it or leave it <laughs> if I have no other options. But that was when Jeff heard of the Stylites. Oh. Yes. What, and their arch nemesis, the like Dripitists. I think you'll really like the Stylites. Okay. They are pillar dwellers. Are these the are this fucking JoJo's? I don't know what you're talking about. Da 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 the fucking pillar men from JoJo's. Do they stand on a pillar? Um no, they were like trapped in the wall or it's been a while. They were like trapped in the wall and they're all just like buff dudes in like speedos who are like da 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 uh, not a million miles away, but you're not right, obviously. Okay. I'm going to assume it was based off them, and then the translation led, um, I think it's Iraqi, to just go, like, these are pillar men now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, pillar um, They felt the only Stylites. way to surely practice their faith was to go and stand on a pillar. Cool. For decades. That fucks, actually. Yeah. No, no. The, like, the pod, like, the fandom of... I think this Jeff is the biggest fan favorite Jeff mm. out of all. Like, not many people know about the Jeffs. I'm so in the podcast, Jeff. but a lot of people know Jeff the Stylite, which is what he's known as. Yeah, yeah. I hope this whole episode is you just recounting him standing on a fucking pillow. <laughs> I wish for I like wish. seventy years. <laughs> um, he would have heard in four five nine A.D. So the first date we have. So this is going to be the date that we use. Again, maybe in the rounds we can go back and yeah, I would almost say like people. It almost feels like this would be like what, like early adulthood. Like yeah, we're thinking he, but... he, we're thinking he'd be in his twenties or nineteen twenty right now. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, but we have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, he would have heard that Saint Simeon the Stylite had died on his pillar. Martyred. No, just oh. died. Yeah, Simeon would have stood on his pillar for thirty-seven years. Damn. Yeah, no, it was it's insane. Now, Simeon is just to show you how actually like respected the stylites are in even modern world or today. Because usually like Arius, people don't like Arius. Right? We went over Nestorius, people don't like Nestorius. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because these are political differences, right? Stylites are their own entity, but yeah, they just hung out on pillars and we're cool. Simeon is venerated by the Eastern Orthodox Church, the Oriental Church, the Roman Catholic Church, and the Angelican Church. And that's a lot, right? That is that is the majority <laughs> of the churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like and then so Jeff would have so, like that like that's that's a lot. And especially since the Eastern Orthodox and the Roman Catholic and the Oriental Orthodox and the Angelican churches, they all kind of believe in different things. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were like, similar. but we could all come together that if you're standing on a pillar for 37 years, you're really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, or do they sit or stand? They, it uh, depends. We'll see. I'm going right, to go into enough. about five different options, uh, five different stylites. Okay. Just briefly, nope, a little enough. bit on them. And, uh, cool. and yeah. I'll show you a picture of them. Nice. Before we go, I'm going to show you a picture of... Don't look yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Simeon. Whenever it loads. This is Saint Simeon the Stylite. Oh, what You're the gonna fuck? You're going to notice that... Um, okay, this... That this... There's a there's a certain style. I was going to... I was... That's... Yeah. Right? Where it doesn't look like he has legs. Oh, now, not even that. I was going to say, like, this looks like it was ripped out of, like, a fucking... Chinese temple. This this is uh, this is a, a bust basically. 
Okay. Like a, a, a marble stone carving of him. Oh, okay. Right? So it's okay. the only one that we'll get today. Uh, yeah, the yeah. other ones I show you are all mosaics or pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just it, – he is the first stylite. He is known as Saint Simeon uh, – so I've even seen him referred to as Simeon the Great, but Ooh. there's there's I've only saw that one place and that was Wikipedia. Yeah, and I'm not taking Wikipedia's unsourced. I am Simeon the Great. <laughs> you heard it here bias. and now. I'm declaring it. They say <laughs> you can only be declared the Great retroactively. I am making that bold claim, and I will defend it with my life. Not factually. You'll have to fight me to the death for it. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jeff, uh, Jeff would have thought highly of Simeon. And right there and then decided what he wanted to become. Right? But before we go into him... A pillar man. We are going to go into the other stylites, of the, the, the most well-known stylites. Yeah. There's obviously way more than this. A lot of them aren't cataloged at all. A lot of them died immediately. Um, Couldn't hack it. Yeah. Couldn't hack it on the pillar. Now, uh, actually, I think I'm going to explain it in a bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, we're going to go into St. Simeon the Younger. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you'll Let notice that back. a lot of them have Are they the all name just going to have the same name? Oh, okay. uh, yeah, they, they all love Simeon. Um, he was another man who did this around this time. Um, he spent 68 years on that said pillar. Damn. So he basically doubled our man Simeon. Fucking put him in the grave. Yeah. Um, you're good. <laughs> and then uh, he died of old age, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. Happens. The uh, Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Churches venerate him. Oh, okay. Right? So each Wait, one so they, they don't all just agree the stylites well, were cool? Well, a lot of like... them don't know other ones existed. Okay, right? okay, like, okay. Yeah, so... so it's not that they're like, we, we like Simeon, but the rest, it was kind of fucky. Yeah. So here is an image of... Simeon the Younger. Okay. Yeah. His pillar looks fancier. Yeah, he's maybe he's a bit more lavish. He did spend a lot of time on there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It maybe. kind of feels like cheating if it's like a fancy tower. I know. You should. See you know that. what? I wouldn't venerate this guy. No. Other one got it. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, that's fair. Um. Now we're going to Simeon the Third. <laughs> As he's known to history, even though Simeon the Younger is not known as Simeon the Second, um, <laughs> he's just known as Simeon the Younger. But, just a secret, like other Simeon. Yeah, Simeon the Third was he was next. He appeared in the fifth century. It is actually unknown how long he spent on his pillar. Okay, but it's okay because what we do know is that he didn't die on his pillar when he was struck by lightning. Yo, <laughs> that rules he is venerated by the coptic church and the greek orthodox church yeah. cool yeah that's cool. pretty good um i don't actually think he has an image no he doesn't which is unfortunate um simeon of lesbos is next oh, sometimes one. referred to as simeon, simeon the lesbian? fourth okay uh well yeah lesbos <laughs> um yeah uh, he is really probably the most influential one uh, but also at the same time, perhaps the least like a stylite nah. out of all of them. Sometimes um, that's what it takes to have it known to people. Yeah, right. And he he's the one who really popularized the original Simeons because mm -hmm. this is about three hundred years after. And um, 
I could not find it anywhere where it had the exact time he was on there. In fact, the only actual time period that we know 100%. He 100% spent more than this on the pillar. Yeah, yeah. But this is the only one that's recorded as an exact date of how much he spent. Mm -hmm. He spent about 10 days on his pillar. <laughs> Before he was like, screw that. <laughs> that just Actually, sucked. That'd be really cool if he was like, I'm kind of bringing a ground flavor to the stylites. Um, now this is... This is a confusing picture, because it is rather a picture of Simeon the First, okay, or Simeon of Lesbos, okay. and we don't know. But this is what the Jeff picture of this week is is modeled after. Okay, yeah, uh, you'll notice that they kind of stylized it as if like they don't have legs. Yeah, yeah, right. And I really liked that imagery. Oh yeah, yeah right. I sense. really liked that imagery, yeah, yeah. and it's because that's where the platform would be. And this is where their feet would be generally, because there is a, they do have like a band. I'll, I'll sh Maybe I'll the guys with Roman statues on Twitter have a point. We should return to just having rant dudes standing on pillars for forty years. They all had something similar to a baluster like this. Okay. Yes. Around yeah. their pillar, okay. so that they didn't like fall off. That makes sense. Um, because. Uh, you wait till I get into the description of how tall some of these pillars were. <laughs> oh. All right. And the it, last person we're covering is, guess the name? Jeff. No. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> he is the only other person that is, uh, besides Simeon the First and Simeon the Younger, they are both saints. Uh, I think actually Saint, Saint Simeon of Lesbos is too, but for other reasons. The only one okay. who's not a saint is the one that got hit by lightning. <laughs> Which I think he should be. You got hit by lightning for your cause. That's right? like a divine intervention. Or that was Zeus saying, this is stupid. Yeah, that's um, Saint Simeon is the last person we're going to look at, and we're going to go more into... So these are the pillar men uh, from oh, JoJo. Wow. I was wondering what you were doing. Yeah, sorry. It was fucking up. Um, but yeah, so right now we have on my fucking TV a picture of the three pillar men from JoJo, which if you know what they are... Uh, that, that's an intimidating image. That is an intimidating image. Wow. So yeah, that's Simeon, Simeon, and uh, Simeon. All right. <laughs> I don't know their actual names, but... That looks like the original JoJo guy, doesn't it? No. Maybe not. Uh, they all look similar They all look similar yeah. um, It's the Rocky has a very distinct style. Yeah. No, he does. And doesn't really waver off that style no. too much. No, no. Which, you know what? Good for him. Fair enough, yeah. He gets his inspiration from fucking Vogue, Vogue magazines. Oh, really? Like, it's one of those, like, oh, that's cool. And then you go, like, well, well see, no um, shit. The season four? Yes. Where, like, they're I've just seen all twinks. Them the most yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. Like, I've never seen any of them, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the first season, maybe. Uh, maybe the first one's the worst. Yeah, I, I also remember the fight scene where they were, like, it was, like, an episode-long fight scene, but they were on the second story of a building, and then they both started attacking each other, and then they fell through the building, and the, like, ten minutes of that episode was them falling to the ground cool but it was like they're one they're one floor above the ground floor so it's like they were falling for like 10 <laughs> minutes and, and like fighting in midair jojo's <laughs> plays with D, D rules where talking is a free action <laughs> um yeah so saint daniel he is the uh, last person we're gonna look at today he's uh, and we're gonna go more into like the style that jeff would have adopted okay so this is this is this guy was also influenced off of Simeon the first 
around the same time Jeff was. Who wouldn't have been influenced by yeah, Sonny the first? Exactly. Um, he lived on his pillar for thirty three years. No uh, and once he died, they found they, they they autopsied his body, where they found his feet were covered in sores and cuts and blisters and ulcers. How did they eat? Um, I'll get into that. In okay, second. okay. Um, his body was not much better because it is said that he would often take all of his clothes off in the rainy weather, snowy weather, or freezing wind. So that he can be more, um, like for one, I think that was more because if he gets if those clothes get wet, he's screwed. Um, uh, but also, like maybe to show how devout you are, you'll be I'll brace the elements for you, God. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. thing. So like he definitely went to the extremes here. Yeah, yeah. Um, he started his life as a stylite, finding a pillar near the city of Constantinople. What he didn't realize was that pillar was on someone's property. Oh. So that guy went to the governor, and there was a whole lawsuit battle where eventually the emperor had to get involved. Oh, shit. And the emperor said, yeah, you can stay on your pillar. Hey, dude, I'll give you this much money. Let him stay on this pillar. Right? So everyone was happy in the so end. So was the whole fucking court case just, like, in front of his pillar? <laughs> well, like, you'll as we'll, you'll see, they do come off their pillars. It's not straight 30 years. Oh, boo. But it'll, it, you'll, you'll get why they come off. No, I won't. No excuse. Um, yeah, so it all kind of worked out in the end. I want to make sure... Yes, I will explain it more here. Now, how they got their food. All of these stylites had followers. Okay. So their followers would come by once or twice a week. And usually, uh, I'll explain more what the pillars were like uh, when we get to Jeff's pillar. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'd, they'd bring food for him and water for him. Okay. Right? Okay. And they would do that for decades. Yeah, yeah. And if your followers all die and forget about you, you die for yeah. the most part. I see. Wouldn't the followers want to be stylites, though, if that's well, like what they're – The stylite in this situation is like the patriarch. Oh, like that is the, the head, the ear of God. That's like, yeah, that's the person. Like, that's like the fucking yeah. emperor. Not everyone can do it because this is for holy men. Not oh, everyone's okay. a holy man. Just because you believe in God doesn't mean you're a holy person, right? Okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. this is this is very much treated as like a priest, as a, as a patriarch. I got gotcha, even gotcha. like not so much as a they are like priest. the idol that they worship yeah, too. Exactly. Right. And They're the head of your church. And now modern day, we just have idol idols. Exactly. We, we'll have, get, we have VTubers. It's like will, the modern day stylite. You wait till we get. <laughs> no, no, that's not yet. It's you a, wait till we get into iconoclasm, which uh, is all gonna, about idols. That's gonna rule. And we're gonna get into that around Jeff seventeen. I just, I like that. I like the idea of people having like their Oshi stylite and being <laughs> like, "Oh my God, Simeon the Third is my Oshi." <laughs> I'm gonna give them an Akasupa. Hi, I'm a massive weeb. I, you should probably know <laughs> this think, already. Yeah, I think. But you know, what, 15, 16 episodes in, they know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never actually given money to a VTuber. But I do watch them. That's fine. As soon as you pass that mark, yeah. podcast over. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's the only thing stopping me. Um, they would, I have my credit card right here. Stylites would come down momentarily from their pillar about once or twice a week to, <laughs> to do um, yeah. uh, communion. It's, uh, it's, it's like um, Half-Life. 
where when you're bunny hopping, the less you touch the ground, the less momentum you lose, except for their faith. So the less they touch the ground when they come down from their pillar, <laughs> what? The, the, more faith they, the more faith they keep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll go with that. That's now canon. All right, lo- sick. Stylites were the for modern day speedrunners. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. No. Uh... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how's Jeff doing? So they would come down briefly yeah, yeah. just for communion and just to do prayers. It's hard to pray when you can't do anything but stand, and especially because they want you to pray on your knees. Sounds like a cop out, but okay. Yeah. So uh, they did have a chance, although I will say, if you can believe some of the sources, getting off of this pillar and back onto the pillar is one of the most difficult things I've ever seen. It's basically like one of those like 80s gym classes with the rope. <laughs> I could have done it. Yeah, you could have done it. I could have done could it. There's no pillars it? around for could me to Could you have done it when you were but... 68 years old? Like fucking... Well, get back to me in 45 <laughs> oh, years. I will, I will. All right, all right. Um, in... <laughs> Six. It'll be easy. I could just swim up to the top of it because we'll all be underwater. <laughs> that it'll be a SpongeBob version of this episode. We'll, yeah. we'll be under the water there. We'll do a redo. Yeah. Um, in four in four six four, Jeff decided he wanted to be a pillar dweller. So we're about five years off Pillarman. of uh, Simeon's Simeon's death. Okay. And Jeff finally got Simeon everything the he first. needed. Yes. Okay. Everyone else is still alive except for um, Simeon III, who isn't born yet. Okay. And then Simeon of Lesbos is not going to be born for another 250 years. Oh, but Daniel is? Daniel is. Daniel okay. and actually Jeff may know each other. Oh, cool. But if they don't know each other, they know of each other, as you'll see in a scene. I, you know, I feel like I just some part of my brain just went on the, how can I tie this all to video games? But it's like Firewatch, um, like two pillar men. Fabulous <coughs> game. Fucking love Firewatch. Fabulous game. Great horror game. It makes me want to like do a Firewatch for a summer. Me too. Um, if you want to do? We'll, we but can do like, that. We'll yeah, do a yeah, Firewatch yeah. together. There we go. Sounds good. Firewatch to tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll record the whole podcast <laughs> and just upload the entire thing at once. Yeah, and it'll be really big because it will be recording the entire summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's like you just have two pillar men. Who like I'm gonna call them Pillarmen the whole time, That's not fine. even intentionally. But like two Pillarmen across from each other, just like, hey Daniel, <laughs> oh hey Jeff. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for these two, unless they had like a big ass like telescope, mm. um, maybe like one of those like ones they used to see stars. They probably wouldn't be able to, and with the Earth's curve, I don't think they definitely wouldn't be able to see each other. Um, Jeff was around the bend of Syria and and Turkey. What do you mean? So by the Tarsus Mountains. Bend? Uh, In the Mediterranean, Turkey goes like this, and then you go down into Syria. So Syria is down. I'll show you. Perfect. Google Earth. You'll see right there. Turkey bends into Syria. Right? See that? Turkey here bends into Syria. Yeah, it's just a straight line, though. So Jeff is right here. Yeah, yeah. At this bend. Yes. Where it goes. I am doing this simply 
<laughs> to show you where Jeff is. <laughs> so he would be in this general area. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then oh, okay, since the okay. map is already pulled up. I think I, I fully had it in my head that like the pillars were like above everything. So it's like it's probably unrealistic they could have seen each other that far away. Yeah. But I'm like, what do you mean? They don't like Hey guys. Hey <laughs> Um This is where Daniels was. Around oh, wow. they were all over the place. Around here. Yeah, yeah. Stylites are go. There is actually a. I was thinking of writing stuff about him, but I, I just ended up not doing it because he's not that important. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, there is one stylite today, and oh, he lives shit. in Georgia, but um, <laughs> that rules. Uh, uh, Georgia, Middle East. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not rules Georgia. a little less, but still cool. Um, he has basically a villa on the top of a mountain. So I'd hasten to call it Stylite. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> and like, it's like he's got like a house up there. Yeah. Right. Like these guys have pillars they're standing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, for uh, Simeon the Younger, who stayed up for sixty-eight years, after about forty-five years, he upgraded pillars. Oh. So he had a pillar and then another pillar that this pillar was leaning against, so he could like lean against the pillar because he was getting really old. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like. <laughs> not a new and standing then, pillar. Well, no, it a, a was new leaning pillar. There was there was also apparently some sort of other leaning an, another standing pillar because there was a plank of wood that he could walk across to get to the other one. Ah, uh, okay. So like he had like maybe three pillars altogether. It's a bit extensive. A bit on iffy. The... Bit iffy. Yeah. But you know what? Once he broke the record of the first yeah. guy, yeah. you're allowed a luxury or two. <laughs> That's right? what I mean. I think I think after like 45 years of standing <laughs> on one pillar, you can upgrade to like having one leaning pillar as well, and then another one that you have to cross this really shaky wooden <laughs> bridge. I wouldn't cross. But it. I mean, these guys they look they look great. They their physiques. Were I'm assuming beyond... this is what they looked like. Yeah, yeah. This is what they would have had to look like <laughs> to go up and down all the time. Amazing beards. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, yeah. The stylites would have beat the pillarmen, no question. Now, the important thing to remember about stylites is that they didn't want to be spectacles, which I think is hilarious. Come on, no, yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't care what they said. They were like. Oh, that's no. like, don't look at me. Then why I'm are just, you on Don't me? mind me on my pillar just taking off all my clothes. Um, but it's for God. A lot of stylites would find that as soon as they went up on this pillar, they would gain a lot of followers and a lot of traction. And people <laughs> in general would be asking them, what does God say? Right. This is like take. This is like the fucking logical extreme of like, how's the weather up there? <laughs> Stretch. <laughs> Wemby is the only living stylite today. Good God! No, we have the other <laughs> one in Georgia too. We don't count him. Okay. He has a house. He does have a house. Yeah. Wem Wemby just like stands on like a fucking hill, and it's like, whoa! Can you yeah. hear God? I actually want to show you this. Wait, a picture of Wemby. Modern day. Eat this Wemby. I hope there it's just is. fucking pictures of basketball players. No, that's cheating. Yeah, bro's got a whole house on the top of this here pillar. That's a mountain, and you got a house on it. That's like, yeah, that, come on. No, that's, that's how he gets he, the food it, up? That's just what Dave Strider has in Homestuck. Yeah, I do remember seeing a picture of him. Wemby is more of a house. stylite than him. Brother, you have a roof? Shut up. Goddamn. 
right? Like, come on. You know, I would forgive him if he never comes down. Yeah, if he comes down. Nope. Yeah. He gets nothing. So, um, gets nothing. Maxime, that's his name. Uh, I'm disappointed if you're listening. Bernier? Maxime Quavtarazi. Uh, All right. Quavtarazi. I'm not even going to try. Quavo. Q-Dog. Q-Dog. Maybe Ma- he's Max Q. Q. Maybe he's Q from QAnon. Max Q's. <laughs> QAnon. Max Q. Max Q. Full Q. Yeah. The most popular Ooh, Q is QAnon. Fire. I um, think we could be onto something. So Jeff decided he was going to live this life as a pillar dweller. And he found a pillar all to himself, climbed it up to be closer to God by himself. It was moments later when the first person arrived at the bottom of his pillar. Hey, you up there. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but this is where I'm going to show you the picture of Jeff. Oh, okay. This is um, much different than every picture you'll ever see in this podcast. Okay. Um, I had a completely different artist do this. It is the most unique picture because it is all watercolor. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And um, it, so it looks – Jeff looks a bit scary. He looks a bit – but it, it – it made me think because with the other stylites, we get all these like nice pictures and they're like saints, right? Yeah, yeah. And I figure if there was a stylite that we'd have an image of, yeah, and it wasn't a saint, it would be kind of a rougher looking image. No, that, that makes sense. So, and then I went with the the same style of the no legs out yeah, of the pillar, yeah. and it is honestly one of my favorite pictures. There we had permission. Oh yeah, right. And now it's broadly speaking like. Uh, like it looks kind of low to the ground, but for it's just as uh, yeah, his yeah. hands kind of like doing the queen thing. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this hand, like it's hard to do watercolor hands. Yeah, yeah. So. No, that's I. I can't even do like watercolor. Yeah. not hands. No, um, this is one of my favorite pictures. No, that's really yeah, good. Even just getting that like kind of like definitely almost stone look. Yeah, like how old this picture looks old. And that's what I think I really like about it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I see it. Um, I don't know. I it's again. It's done well. Yeah. So, uh, and it's definitely the most unique in terms of, uh, like style. Style. Yeah, yeah. Out of no, all the ones totally. that we're gonna be doing. Uh, did I show you Daniel? Sorry. Oh, I don't think so. This is Daniel. Yo, okay, Daniel kind of fucked. He looks like he the. Looks like those guys. He looks like the fucking <laughs> wizard pondering the orb. <laughs> you know when he takes off that robe, it's this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You have to post this picture now. Yeah, obviously. Okay, good. Okay, otherwise it's gonna make no sense to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna loop the Pillarman soundtrack behind our entire podcast. That is all of the judges for good. today. Okay, um, now. Jeff would set up his pole in Anatolia. The exact um, pillar, yeah, his pillar, uh, his exact position of this pole is is lost to time. We have no idea. Um, he probably did an MTV tour of his pillar. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do that MTV yeah, tour. Yeah, as we All say. right. So he probably modeled his pillar off of Simeon's, which we do know what Simeon's pillar looked like. So there was a cool dragon flying around it. <laughs> Besides the dragon. Uh, that was Simeon's Actually, exclusive. that looked more like a wyvern. Yeah. Sorry, fellow dragon scholars. I know. I know. Don't worry. Wyvern, dragon. Oh, the okay. same thing. I can end this fucking <laughs> Okay. So the pillar would be about 14 to 16 meters high. 
that is about okay. 50 feet tall. Yeah, what the fuck? Which is really tall. Yeah. And the pi- the pillar is about one meter across. One to two meters across. Like a one meter most. diameter? Uh, yeah, overall. And then surrounding this one meter, so it would be smaller, a little bit smaller in general than this table. And they would be 50 feet up in that with a baluster, so those those little poles stopping them from falling. Okay, okay. Right? There but would uh, be... The way... I don't know why, but the two times you've said, like, they have those um, poles or the baluster to stop them from falling... Or banister? Baluster. Baluster. I thought it was banister, too, but... No, fair enough. Um, it, it's, it's said with, like, the same tone that I hear people talk about, like, the suicide nets at Apple factories. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what? <laughs> it's I, like, I kind of get it. No, you don't even get to. No, I get... Yeah, all the stylists kept killing themselves. Yeah, you're they, on they this fucking these... pillar. Um, yeah, God installed the baluster. Now I know what you're wondering. Or Zeus, God. Who are they Who are they worshipping? God. This God. is God. They're, they're like a, a Christian. They're, they are Christians. Okay, okay. Yeah. He said like one thing about Zeus, so I was like... Yeah, mm-hmm. about my guy getting hit by lightning. lightning. He, was, he was actually going for <laughs> Zeus, so he went out like a baller. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're probably wondering how they get food and how they get up and down. Now, it depends on the sources. No, some, I'm not. Look at them. Some stylites. They jump. They jump. <laughs> back, uh, down <laughs> and up. Um, now, y- the, the most common one I heard is that uh, they'll have a rope up there with them. Mm. And they'll throw the rope down, and then they'll shimmy down the rope. Uh, they just had fun climbing. It's yeah. not a religion at all. Uh, then there is um, some hints of uh, people on the ground when delivering food would bring ladders and they would put the ladder against, and then they would climb the ladder to give food to okay, the... them uh, climbing it, I, I can forgive. Yeah. I, th- I, well, I, thought stylites, you were about, right? I thought you were about to blow the whole roof off the stylite <laughs> thing. Yeah, no. It, it, as far as I could tell, the ladders were mostly only used for... Um, He's like a stylite, but with the comforts of modernity, which I feel like goes against... The, sorry, I'm still mad about the fucking Maxime dude. <laughs> He's, it's like, dude, you're missing the whole fucking point. You don't get those luxuries. I know. He has a whole house. God. Literally Daniel the Stylite stripped naked yeah. when the weather got bad. <laughs> so he could be closer to God. <laughs> yeah. Where's your fucking devotion? Bro, that shit fl- fucking flinging in the breeze. All right? It it's, is. Oh, yeah. It was, it's like because uh, they they're all like, I don't want a spectacle. I only wish to worship. Um, as they stand on their 50-foot <laughs> pillar in the middle of like Rome or whatever the fuck. It's, it's like... Um, People who want to be popular on like TikTok or Twitter or whatever just start posting the most like inflammatory, transphobic, or racist things you can. Stylized for the modern day TikTok influencers. Yeah, they're they're, no, they're the old day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are the they are the er influencer. Um. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, this is where Jeff would look down after 30 minutes or so, at the hundreds of people below his pillar. They're all screaming, Damn. what is God saying? And Jeff's like soaking it in. Ah, Jeffy, Jeffy, Jeffy. No, no, <laughs> I'm not in it for the fame. I'm not in it for the glory. Um, <laughs> and at this point, Jeff started gaining followers. Yeah, yeah. Right, for sure. And um, this is where we get uh, an, an uh, one of the, the stories from Jeff. So we actually have... This is where this is all we know about his childhood, and it is written after the fact by one of his followers, 
This is apparently what Jeff says. It's like Jesus and the apostles. <clears throat> I grew up a wealthy lad. I don't know why he's British. <laughs> of course, the successes of my forefathers allowed me to indulge in devilish vices. <gasps> I slipped into those vices at a young age, drinking and gambling. But that was till, uh, until I met one man, <gasps> Simeon. I saw him standing on that pole, and I heard his words. He showed me that I could change, and as that was when I decided I would devote myself to God by being on this pillar. That great man inspired me to live the life I was meant to live. I really hope he only lasts like <laughs> three hours on this pillar. <laughs> My next line is, Jeff would stand on this pillar for 11 years. You know what? Respect. Respect. Yeah, respect. respect. <laughs> Only coming down a very handful of times like all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, about Did they sleep on the pillar? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is why they needed the balusters. Uh, because a lot of them, now I will like notice... Daniel, for example, um, he, as far as we could tell, when he was on the pillar for that 37 years, he never sat down. That's why his feet were destroyed. That's fucked. With ulcers and, and, and sores and, and blisters. And, like, it's it's actually, like, what these guys would put themselves through. Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, about, uh, yeah, no, it's it's grim. Yeah. Um, so, but the other ones, I believe, yeah. Like, I'm guessing, uh, what, Simeon the Younger, who had two pillars, I'm guessing he could, like, you know, stretch out, sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, again. Like <laughs> you that, hold the record. <laughs> and I'm like, that one, that one makes sense. Well, I think Maxi is actually close to the record. Mm. But again, like, you have a villa, dude. Yeah, You're definitely it's... sitting and sleeping in that villa. Yeah, no. You're sleeping, lying down? Are you, you know what? Him? You know what? He, I will say he gets bonus points if he has that villa and it's just there. If <laughs> he, he never stands goes outside in, of it? He stands out, no, he stands on top of the villa the whole time. <laughs> he only built it to be closer. And like, and like somebody funny, else lives in it. Funniest thing too is like the villa's like also like a roof like that, so he's just standing on the thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that would that time. would get him bonus points. Yeah, we'll assume. Nah, I don't know. I don't think he's that cool. Yeah. <laughs> so if he breaks tells... the record, I may look into it more. Yeah, yeah. It's the fucking trans girl Twitter looking into this. <laughs> About nine years into his pillar standing, the Roman Emperor Leo the <gasps> First. And uh, his general, Terrasiscadisco Rosenblatt-Ites, showed up. Is, wait, sorry, are the first two syllables of his name Terror? Taro. Okay. Taro Siska. Yeah. Um. Sis? Why is he woke? <laughs> <laughs> um, they were looking for the man they called Daniel. Daniel the Stylite. The cool one. Yeah. Uh, who was said to be somewhere in this region. Right? And, um... Jeff didn't really know at this time who the hell that was. Um, <laughs> not, no clue. Uh, so they just left when they realized that Jeff could not help them at all. Um, yeah. So that was Jeff's whole thing. Uh, that was his pillar dwelling times. Because around two years after that... Oh, wait, before we leave the pillar dwelling times... And his name was 
Genius! Okay, cool. Um, now, around two years after, one of Jeff's followers would come by and yell up to Jeff, Leo is dead. No. And Terrorist Kadiska Rosenblatidaitis, who had changed his name to Zeno, something something party trick, something something, <laughs> was now the emperor of the Romans. Um, like xenophobic, <laughs> or some? No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Um, Zeno was actually named after a really famous Isaurian general. Uh, Leo's uh, Z- uh, Zeno is Isaurian himself, which is why, like, if we were to go into him, you'd realize that most people in the city. Hated him the whole time he was there. Oh. Yeah, no, he was just... Because they were Isaurians, not Romans. Isaurians? Uh, yeah, Isaurians, yeah. Is that where... No. Yeah, yeah I figured. <laughs> um, that, one, that one was a, lo- a big stretch. Yeah, and so... Like, Zeno... Wemby. <laughs> My God. Well, Jeff decided he needed to go to Rome. We are unsure of the reason. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps he just was tired of standing on a pole. God said, "God told me to get off the pillar and go to Rome." Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. Jeff was he a- got canceled, so this is his <laughs> apology apology tour. Yeah. Jeff was about five hundred kilometers away from, uh, a little bit less. He'll be fine. A, Europe's a small place. Yeah, he was like within five hundred kilometers of Constantinople, and that's when he started walking. Leaving all of his followers. And I would walk 500 kilometers and, and I would walk 500, 500 more. Just to be the Jeff who <laughs> walked 500 kilometers and fell down at your door. Okay. Phenomenal. I try. That was phenomenal. <laughs> By August of 475, Jeff arrived at the Constantinople. To the site of a massive Roman army besieging the city. Oh, do we know this one? No. Okay. Yeah, we, we haven't covered this. It just keeps happening. It's like, what, the fifth time Constantinople's <laughs> been under siege? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is pre those times. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't got to Vitalian yet. Okay. Which, is Vitalian the barbarians? No, Vitalian's the Roman general who didn't like Anastasius. The barbarians oh. were all going to Rome. Oh, that was this Rome. Yes, yes. Yeah. The only other person that's kind of vaguely attempted it was Attila, but then he saw those big walls oh, and went, he was eh. like, he was like, yeah, maybe not. That, that one's for looks, later. That looks like you need like the invention of the first ever cannon to to get through. Foreshadowing is yeah. a narrative. <laughs> Instead of Chekhov, you know, before Chekhov's gun, there was Attila's cannon. <laughs> Attila's massive cannon. Damn right. <laughs> I have a feeling Attila had a massive cannon. Yeah. Or he I was actually, overcompensating. I actually think it's a, kind of an average-sized <laughs> cannon, if I'm being honest. Um, I can see both of us, like, the gears turning, like, <laughs> fuck, what's the joke? What's the joke? They always say, never force jokes in your podcast. We should have listened. to fuck themselves. <laughs> fuck you. I'm funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, you are the comedic relief of the podcast you know that right yeah it's called knowing jack shit <laughs> fucking Arestes nuts oh god that was a banger it was a banger you know it's, it was such a banger that that our our benefactor i was gonna say i i saw that message <laughs> you sent me that message <laughs> yeah it was a big giddy i know and that's honestly insane that i'm now like conscious that people actually listen to this and i'm like oh yeah no see i was under the impression that no one listened to it and i was like 
happy that way. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm just terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm dreading the day because I told my parents about this podcast where they just messaged me like, "Wait, so what do you mean? That's what you think about like I don't know Christianity?" And I'm like, "Oh <laughs> God! Oh no! I uh, they're gonna skip right to Jeff the Bishop's episode <laughs> <laughs> and be like, why doesn't this one have a picture? I'm sorry. Okay, fuck. <laughs> if um, I re-upload it, it gets fucked up." As Jeff approached the city, he was approached by a few men in armor. Why are you approaching me? Why are you approaching so me? So I can Jeff get closer said. to beat you up. This is fucking Jeff's bizarre adventure. Yeah. Somehow, they learned about, they knew who Jeff was. When he well, I mean, he was himself. a micro, celeb, micro celebrity yeah. internet influencer. And there's not many stylites in the Empire, right? Like, mm. especially ones that last years. So he would have been known by a few people. So yeah, he yeah. was probably one of those people met him. Yeah, he's like a Let's Player who started yeah. after PewDiePie but still got popular. Exactly, which is rare. <laughs> yeah. I um, think Markiplier did. Jeff would learn that Leo's brother-in-law, Basiliscus, that's, was head of the army. I feel like that's like a syllable away from being a really cool name. What is the cool name? Basil? Well, no, because it's Basiliscus. Basilisk. Basilisk. Oh, it is Basiliscus? Well, that Basiliscus is his name. Okay, never I think I, I think I heard Basili- Basilic- Basiliscus, not right. Basiliscus. Yeah. Okay, never mind. No, it's cool. Yeah. And he was the head of this army, and Zeno's top general, who we're not going to get into for time reasons, right. was at the head of this army, sieging Zeno out. I wonder what happened here. Yeah. Well, anyway... But- Jeff had to go into the city yeah, anyway. What's, what's going on with Jeff? So he was given a guard to get him to the city gates where they would, where that guard would stand by as Jeff was let into the city. And then those guards that let Jeff into the city would quickly close the door so those guards didn't do it. Flawless plan. It's like those cities you have to go where you have to hire like a member of the local gang to like yeah. escort you around. <laughs> That's very similar to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the, they Roman, would... the Roman Empire or the Roman the, – the, Praetorian Guard is just the state's organ of violence that it uses <laughs> yeah. to oppress the people and uh, collect. We the... literally saw that in yeah, a few no, episodes. That, that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jeff was a holy figure, so neither sides could refuse his entry. Uh, sure, okay. Yeah, like it, at this time, it, it would be looked down upon by God oh, okay, to okay. do that, right? Um, so Jeff I, waited. I, guess I have to, I have to kind of like conceptualize the fact that like. Everyone is religious in some way. Or at least if they aren't religious, because we do know people who do things for political reasons and they're just using religion as their motivation. Yeah, yeah. Those people would have realized the public opinion. Yeah, but it's but it's like we don't have a concept of like agnosticism or atheism at this point. No. It's like it's more just like Oh yeah, religion. The closest is to that is like the philosophers. Yeah, yeah. But even them, like they realize that something is is, it's like this can't all be yeah. chance, right? Yeah, like that's, yeah. Um, which some atheists do believe it's all yeah. chance. Which, like, I personally don't. Yeah, I, but I'm agnostic. I'm not atheist. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm much more like, yeah. If if it comes out that it's like, oh yeah, no, turns out there is just like a fucking deity. I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah that, no. Like, if I happening. die and I show up at like the gates of heaven, I will be like, fuck. I'll be like, oh yeah, damn no, it. <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm really hoping that God is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, that, that I've took been me, expecting you. That shit took me back to, like, fucking 
2011. <laughs> yep. Wow. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, Jeff waited at the looming gates of Constantinople. No, fuck me. That's Evan Almighty, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's the no, fuck No, that... no, no, no. It's Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Evan Almighty's the sequel without Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he builds an arc, right? Who? Is it that? I've never that... seen Evan Almighty, but I have seen Bruce Almighty. I don't think he builds an arc. Oh, okay. Maybe that one. I know one of them, he builds an arc. Oh, okay. Yeah, Evan's arc. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Bruce's arc doesn't sound well. That's fair. That's Evan's fair. Arc sounds it might fair. be a completely unrelated movie, but I know there's one where the whole concept is like some some like high ranking business fuck like gets a message from God, and that's like, hey guys, doing the flood again, <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's get building. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as Jeff waited at the, the gates, a bit of time passed before the door opened a crack. As Jeff was let inside. He was pushed from the behind onto the floor. Oh. And the guards that escorted him attacked the guards on the inside. Obviously. Why didn't they think this was going to happen? And so Jeff scrambled out of the way to the edge, out of the fighting, where eventually Basiliscus's men would overcome Zeno's men and capture the gates. Zeno would flee the city. Thanks, Jeff. Basiliscus would enter the city and be proclaimed emperor. Yeah. And Zeno is still emperor? Zeno is emperor, but he fled. But fleeing, yeah. yeah. Um, Tactical some, retreat. Uh, most lists don't count Basiliscus as an emperor. For but reasons does that the, we... But does the list that matters count him? Totalis Rankium? Yes. No. <laughs> they didn't do an episode on Basiliscus. All right, not an emperor. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Oh, also, just before I forget, I'm very excited because I haven't I haven't listened to the presidency's or the president is it called the president's podcast? Uh, the presidency's podcast is a man by Jerry Landry, who is who's uh, one of our biggest um, supporters actually. That's really he, cool. He, he he's currently going through the presidencies of all of them, everything that they do in their presidency. He started it like f- six years ago. He's on Madison. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that he's actually, gonna be doing this for the rest of his that, life that's actually really cool um but i i, the, I met the totalis rankium uh, american one. presidents it's american presidents yeah. um but there is one that is honestly probably kind of a little bit of a synthesis between the two um it's uh chapo trap houses yeah. um where i don't think it's like a ranking or anything but um it's matt chrisman and i forget the other guy uh it's they do a mini series called Hell of Presidents right. um, that I and that recently got released on their Patreon for free. Well, you pay for their Patreon, but yeah, it's yeah. on there. Uh, do you the have to pay for stuff on their Patreon? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not behind like an additional paywall or right. a higher tier because before it was on Stitcher, I think. Um, and I'm just excited to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll. it'll I I really like American history. I and I, sure. I hope Matt Chrisman gets well soon. Wishing yeah. him the best. Wish you the best when That's you hear all. this. Uh, <laughs> when you inevitably listen. Yeah, this is this is the this is the like two sides of like whenever you mention like Rob or Jamie, I I know them a bit better now, but like or like I know of them a bit better now. Yeah. I'm not gonna get parasocial. Don't worry. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, like I haven't listened to Totalis Rankium, and I've listened to a bit of um, American Presidents, 
but currently I'm on episode 600 of Chapo Trap House. Yeah. <laughs> so like I I listen to podcasts. It's a, it's a British none perspective. None of the ones related to here. It's yeah. It's a British yeah. perspective of the Americas. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. like they're going through and they're like the Americans defeat the British and Jamie's like yeah. <gasps> I don't know what to like what side with. Like I'm British, but like we're doing an American based podcast you know what the, <laughs> the further back you go the happier you are but then if you get more recent it's like oh america won again well like um even like Lost at the beginning of their podcast where like politics was quite a lot different yeah they yeah. were able to be a lot more like understanding on both sides yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas like now you really i really like you even <laughs> hear in like rob and jamie's voices sometimes how frustrated they're getting <laughs> right like like they are unbiased enough that they like George H.W. Bush. Yeah, yeah. Or the, 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 no, sorry, the Daddy Poppy. Poppy Bush. Yeah, Poppy Where H.W. they were like, yeah, we'd go out for a drink with him. Oh, okay, look at him that way, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, like... That's like the, uh, yeah, that's like the, I'm sure Reagan's like a fun guy to be around. Yeah, but for right. example, Kennedy and Lyndon B. Johnson, no, those are horrible men, right? Yeah, like, yeah. at least like with Poppy Bush, you don't really get that sense that he's an awful human, as you do when with Kennedy and, and Lyndon and, and Nixon, right? Like, it's just because he doesn't have those stories of him being, like, a absolute bigot racist, yeah, right? Yeah. He doesn't have those stories of him. The stories he does have is him fighting is him for his life. watching his son jerk off in a coffin. Um, yeah, I don't know. If <laughs> so they both went to the same, they were both in the same, um, sorority is the right. wrong one, but frat. They're both in the same fraternity. Yeah. Uh, and the initiation ritual was the older members have to watch the younger member jack off in like a coffin into that a skull. Sounds fire. So his dad like that is metal almost as fuck. certainly watched his son, as in President Bush in fucking uh, I forget what year. That is fire. Whatever the Bush years were. Um almost with like a hundred percent certainty I can say that. <laughs> All right. We're not I even expect halfway. that correction in your podcast. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Um, okay, so Jeff was approached by some men after everything calmed down, who wanted to celebrate with him because he helped their victory of capturing the city. Ooh! Jeff was a bit apprehensive <laughs> until he noticed something. One of the men was holding a bottle of wine. Oh. Do not give in to temptation. <laughs> Jeff stared at it. <laughs> For the next 20 years of Jeff's life, he fell into drinking. <laughs> oh, no! Um, oh, I, and also, I can't help but notice when he was talking about the vices he <laughs> fell into, he mentioned drinking and gambling. There, like, was it, Did he either not conceptualize like <laughs> sex as a vice, or was that like... Jeff's... There is a theory... And this theory is, like, kind of a canon theory that all the Jeffs are asexual. Yes, you mentioned this. You yeah, mentioned yeah. this. And that's, like, Totalis Ranking kind of made that thing where they oh, have no okay. idea how the parts work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to remember, like, like a fucking Ken doll. You have to remember, like, as much as I'm making them sound like regular people and cool, their overall image was they're all dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stupid. And they all, like, do dumb things yeah, accidentally. Yeah, they all right? sound very regular and cool daily. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the fact he stood on a pole for, for 11 years. Hell yeah, my man. Um, That's actually the coolest thing that Jeff has done, and he will be scoring higher than Jeff Nine. Yeah. Um, he thought his status as a preacher would allow him to find places to stay, but he had no money 
and would often just find himself starving. Build yourself another pole, brother. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't do it. But it was after that 20 years of just where, he, you know, you had that one bender where you wake up and it's like in the, in, the, in the back of your mind you hear someone yelling that you like, you care about, but they're done with your shit. You, pull yourself together, Jeff. Pull yourself he together. Just, he had this fucking Disco Elysium moment <laughs> with like the fucking like, we're all apes and we're just duking it out on the ball. Yeah. Again, um, a bender so bad he forgot everything. Everything. Disco Elysium's a good <laughs> game. The um, book is good too and really fucked up. It was around 495 though that Jeff would decide he couldn't live like this anymore. <laughs> oh no. Um, so he decided to join the army. This is like the latest. Most definitely being in at least his 50s at this time. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, no, it's weird, but he was determined to get his life on track. That's that's so. This is like. Okay, this is like the type of person that I honestly think I kind of am, um, where it's like you, you need in your life some sort of thing to like dedicate yourself to or like. Like, worship, right. but, like, not in, like, a religious or holy way, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it's, like, for 11 years of his life, he was able to, like, cut this, these vices out of his life and no longer, like, really be doing damage to himself. Because he was, like, you know what? Pillar closer to God. Life is good. And yeah. that's kind of, like, what he did. And then at some point, he went, like, I can't do this anymore. Or he needed some sort of change. But he kind of, like, lost himself for 20 years. It's <laughs> yeah, a long um, time. <laughs> And then, like, in order to, like, somehow kind of break out of that, he's like, what can I dedicate myself to? And it's honestly kind of like a modern story, or it feels, where it's like, you can just, like, dedicate yourself to, like, your country and, like, follow the orders of somebody else for the rest of your life. Yeah, and that way you don't really have to, you, you don't know, have to make... think about it. Yeah. You're, you're not plagued by, like, this decision paralysis that we have. Like, it's, I remember, there was, um, this will be a short anecdote, I hope. Oh, for sure. Um, in, um... It was a stream I was watching, and somebody called into it, um, and it was about um, ah fuck, what was it? It was basically like th- talking about like free will and um, like oh, do we have free will and do we even deserve it? And like the one guy who called in, I felt really fucking bad for him because he was basically like, well, I don't think even if we deserve free will, we shouldn't have it because it just causes us so much anxiety and so much yeah. like stress in our day-to-day lives. Uh, oh, you know, because it was specifically about, like, is a dictatorship a good thing? Right. Uh, and it was like, yeah, if somebody else just makes all the decisions, I'm of clear conscious, I don't have to worry about anything, and my life is just laid out for me. Yeah. Right? I just have to do what somebody else says. And I, I, I that will forever remain with me. Is like one of the most, like, fascinating takes on authoritarianism yeah and it's that like doesn't take into account like other people at all like what like any horrors or anything it's purely like a like it's a very self-serving take any but horrors? it's like horror horrors oh okay um, <laughs> like the yeah yeah but it's like a, it's a very like self-serving take but it's like if you if everybody fully gives into that it's like yeah just everything will happen yeah. as of like Four people going, like, do this. It's like, yeah, sure. Don't have to think about it. Yeah, and obviously, like, you can probably, like, punch holes in it. But, like, also, oh, well, yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. where it's like... But it's like, yeah, we're we're all super stressed, and we yeah. are plagued by and, indecision. But it, that's also a very good point, Yeah, too. yeah, so it's yeah, like, I, sure. I can't even blame the dude. Yeah. Um, 
to catch you up to where Jeff is after these 20 years. Yeah. Z- uh, Basiliscus was there for about half a year before Zeno okay. came back. You know, uh, took I, him out. Part of me feels bad because we there were emperors that last. We had fucking the thing was is that Zeno was still emperor. He was raising an army during this time to come and take it back. Ah, uh, the fucking right? rocky training. Montage. Yeah, and then I'm sorry to say, but Basiliscus is like six months of glory were some of the most pathetic hmm. years. Where his entire faction, as soon as they got power turned on each other and massacred each other <laughs> oh. it was like it was like a couple months of blood <laughs> that's yeah um and that went pretty Winston well was... for Zeno afterwards and he ruled for the most part pretty well until 491 when an old accountant named Anastasius came to the throne accountant he was an accountant yeah uh, which now, is great. Does that is, is that like accountant in modern day where if no. you see that on Tinder, he's like it the just treasury, like OnlyFans. The treasury. <laughs> he he knows he works with money, and, and he also has an OnlyFans. Senior finance minister. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. The OnlyFans. No, and you know why he has an OnlyFans? Because if we do know something about Anastasius, is that he was good looking. Okay. In our okay. sources, he's because he's old. When he, he's sixty when he comes to the throne. What about a silver fox? But he's that's exactly what he is. Ah. That's what, he is a silver fox with two different colored eyes. Oh, okay. Right? He's he's um not wow, I can't believe I can do two VTuber references in one episode. <laughs> uh, he's like Marine, who's um only twenty, we swear and prob- promise. Uh, but her model has a heterochromia. Oh nice, yeah. It, man, the funniest bit I've ever seen was um she was doing a stream where like I I think she was turning like thirty. And the Japanese character for Yo yeah. looks like the letter E, like capital E. And the Japanese character Ro uh, is like a square. Right. So people would just put type Yo Ro Yo. and it would be three zero. Because <laughs> oh, okay. she, she banned the number 30 from her chat. You couldn't type the number 30. <laughs> well, then you could just ban that though. <laughs> yeah, but that it was it was emotes. That was the thing. Oh, okay. It was it yeah. was it was like emotes they paid to use on her channel. Ah, uh, that was clever though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, that was awesome. That's clever. Um, yeah. Marine songs are bangers. Now, anyway, Anastasia was on one. Anyway, Anastasia, <laughs> the accountant. Anastasius. Anastasius would fix the money situation in the empire. Oh, like that one dude from 700 episodes ago. Diocletian. Yeah. Funny that you mentioned Diocletian. Ooh. Because Diocletian took out the middleman of money. And for the last 200 years, for the most part, that's what they were using. Diocletian system. Okay. Anastasius brings in so much money in his time of office that they're able to pay the soldiers in that. He's able to bring Oh, yeah. Back. They were doing a yeah. fuck-off no. trade system. Weird shit. He leaves office with almost $300 million in 18th century Britain money. <laughs> so does he, like, put that one African king to shame and I've no. just never heard of him? Mansa Musa still does more, no. for sure. Bezos? Bezos still does more, oh, obviously. Damn. Anastasius didn't, like, redefine the world. Boo. Um, but... He and the reason he's not looked down, he's looked down upon in history, is because he's a monophysite. And monophysites, we're not going to get into them today. I tried, but there's way too much to not go over. Enough. I'm thinking next week, if we have time, Justinian is a busy man. Mm. Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, Anastasius is great. Okay. He's really good. 
Yeah. And he fixes a lot of in in so far in the knockout rounds, he made it to the semifinals so far. Yeah, and like obviously I don't know the dude, but like he almost it almost feels like the um Steve like Stephen Harper mm-hmm. demon ass that he is. Um like the dollar was at parody, if I recall correctly, yeah. in like twenty twelve. Which no. it's like okay, yeah, you had like in it, it must be stressed. I'm putting air quotes around good economic policy because it was like, it was good for some people. Sure. Um, but it's like, it's like putting the like cold hearted accountant yeah, yeah. in office. It's like, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't have a business degree or anything like that. Not that that would help in this, but right, yeah. I'm not going to like claim to know, claim to say like, Oh, I could fix the economy if you put me in office. But like, it's like pretty in theory, simple if you're willing to be cruel. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's it. Well, Anastasius wasn't being cruel either. That's the thing. It was impressive. Okay. Right? See, and that's now, much more interesting. Now, there was times where he had constant riots in his city. And eventually, one riot led to him going down to the Hippodrome, which is where they do the races. Okay. And he said to them, and he took his diadem off his head and put it down in front of him. Oh, shit. If you guys stop rioting, I will abdicate. If you can find someone better than me. I'm doing That's a good subjective. job here. I'm doing a good like if you guys can find someone do it better than me who can replace me better. If not, with your permission, I'd like to continue as emperor and never cause you guys harm again. This went down brilliantly. Oh, really? They loved it. Because they were like, yeah, and they also realized, yeah, no, he is doing a phenomenal job. Fucking the, 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 this feels, it was his monophysite the, religious things the, that were causing the, attention. The, the theater of politics. Yeah. Where it's like, that gesture doesn't materially change anything. But, like, he he managed to combine it with, like, actually having the chops to back the it silver up. silver fox. Yeah. Silver tongue devil right there. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, and the fact that he was old too that helps because when you see a lot of feeble old like and he's clearly trying to right like that that was the part that like i'm like when i see like joe biden he doesn't inspire confidence no. anastasius would have though like <laughs> diane feinstein died like three weeks ago and what was the other one the justice who fucking bit it because she had cancer no, like no 86 idea. times Oof. Uh, oh uh, ruth Bader ginsburg right uh it's like it's not noble to like serve past when you're like your age or when you're good Mm -hmm. so it's like 60 is like the fucking perfect age to pull something like that because you get the sympathy of like it was about 78 by this point (laughs) yeah Eh, if you're like sane enough it can be but they're living in a pro basically a monarchy so that's why it's different yeah 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 it's not a monarchy they would have all in this same speech he refers to the empire as the republic which the republic ended like 500 years ago yeah that's get over that's fucking that's like that's like when jeffrey oh like diane feinstein when she was like being interviewed she would talk about like being mayor of the city despite the fact Mm -hmm. she's a senator and she was a mayor like 40 years ago yeah yeah. it's like your brain isn't there yeah no but uh over under joe biden makes it to the election (laughs) oh god um (laughs) i hope he doesn't run again oh he is you think he is i confirm it's Eh, it may as well. Unless he dies. That's yeah. about it. Um, 
So yeah, Jeff would join the army in Thrace around 495, which would give him time to train because his old ass would need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you mean? He's been climbing that pillar. Oh no, 20 years of alcoholism. Yeah. That'll, that'll <laughs> do it. Uh, Jeff would get caught up in the political world, though, at this time. Because uh, in 491, as Zeno died and Anastasia was put on the throne by a woman named Ariadne, uh, she's woman named important. Yeah. Say no yeah, more. She was good. Not as maybe as Ariadne. much as that Ariadne. sounds familiar. Um, is she have you ever seen Soul Eater? Yes. Uh, there's a name Ariadne or Arachne. Uh, you know, I I feel like I'm mixing it up with the Greek myth of um, Medusa. Yeah, Ariadne. I think she. That's a Greek name. Yeah, they're yeah, in, yeah. They're in. Okay, that's that's probably they all speak then. Greek. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah, like, never, I never, I've never fully followed what languages they're speaking. Latin and Greek are the two main ones yeah. in the East, so Eastern Empire, the, oh, okay. the, the empire that's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, I feel like uh, in my head, I just, I had like Latin and then like maybe some sort of like Arabic. No, no, no. Uh, that's coming soon though. Okay, okay. The Arabian language. Yeah, after uh, after Anastasius elevated a man named Vitalian, revolted in Thrace. So after Anastasius' elevation, the city Vitalian revolted. Now, over the next two decades, Vitalian would come to the capital and fight Anastasius multiple times, and we know that Jeff would take part in these battles and skirmishes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. We don't know how, what the extent of his fighting in these battles yeah, were, yeah. but we know he was there, right? And this is over the next two decades, so he's he's pushing seventy now at this time. So we're guessing he's taking more of a backseat yeah. role in the army. And I was gonna say, like, almost like certainly older a bit by a bit too. Yeah, right. So Christ. Yeah. So it, I there's a, I would say there's a chance he might be the oldest Jeff, even if we have Jeffs that are older. Yeah, in terms of what like, he's doing, at least with like already, because I would also believe like him doing all that at like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Now we don't know if any of these vict- these were victories or defeats, so I don't know how big or important these battles were, but they were there, and yeah, he, yeah. we could say he was in the army when these battles happened. Yeah, yeah. And if he wasn't fighting on the line, he was helping out somewhere else. He spent thirty years worshiping God and then alcohol. If he did a bit, fair enough. Yeah. Now, eventually, around five ten, Jeff would get called to the capital, where he would meet the emperor. Anastasius. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because he heard that Jeff had been a religious figure in the past. And how come I never heard of you? Why are you fighting in an army in the middle of Thrace? <laughs> You're 70, my guy. Right? <laughs> like, um... <laughs> Jeff, the stylite? I remember him from when I was but a young boy. I really looked up to him, and he showed me the way of God. We were well, Anastasius what? and Jeff would be the same age around this time. Oh, okay. Right? Like, they're pretty much exactly the same age. Yeah, if yeah. We can, if we guesstimate his age, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, if not, Jeff might be a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, he wanted to know if Jeff would like to be a bishop on, like, in the, the camp if he wants. No, my, my, that was my great, 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 great no, just, grandfather? Just the great, great grandfather. Oh, okay. Because his, gra- his great grandfather is, is Jeff nine jeff eight is jeff oh i i miscount yeah, yeah i i counted one no, great per generation greats back. are also really difficult to like sometimes it gets real weird and yeah 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 
But um, I had I had the spirit, and that's what counts. But Jeff would say yes. Like, I'm ready to not be in the military anymore. <laughs> I feel like he would have said that several years ago, too. Yeah. Uh, Jeff accepted, and he was introduced into Anastasius's inner circle. Anastasius okay. really took a liking to him. The fucking CIA right? of Anastasius. Yeah. The CIA Anastasius. First, Marinus. The head finance official and also the Praetorian prefect of the empire. Fucking Ocean's Eleven shit here. Yeah, basically. Second, Marinus, head financial officer, and yeah, and whatever he, else. Yeah, he said. exactly. Second, Plato. Oh, yes. wait, I know that one. Different. Oh, okay. much different. Much different. never mind. Plato, the urban prefect or the city guard leader, the head of the city guard. Yeah. Third, Justin, head of the royal royal guard of the. Uh, uh, of the emperor, this and is second lieutenant to the Dojima family. This is the Justin that will succeed Anastasius. By the way, oh. that is just a name drop. Justin doesn't come back into Jeff's story. Yeah, just yeah. know that he is there in in Anastasius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth, Patricius, general and statesman for Anastasius, mm. and then third, a young man in his twenties named John Lydius. Third? He is a what? Or fifth. What do you mean? Fifth. Fifth. I said third? Yeah, yeah. No. He was an administrator uh, politician. Okay. Young, young guy, but very, very, like, uh, ambitious. Fucking Hamilton bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) We'll just say he's mini Hamilton. When he was ten, his father shit. His father. (laughs) I know the lyrics for all of them. I know. I need to see Hamilton. I really want to. Uh, I like, because Rob saw it a few years ago. And apparently, like, he thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really, like, I really want to... I'm a history fan who's never seen Hamilton. Damn. That's the like that's one of the craziest things. I know quite a bit about Hamilton, and I don't... I've never seen it. But that's mainly because Nick's not all for Hamilton too much, yeah, right? that, Which is fair. No, that's, that, like, my opinion of the musical and the, like, uh, historical figure has changed since I first heard of it. But I'll stand by it's, like, a good musical. Yeah, and... Alexander Hamilton was he a was, abolitionist. Yeah, he was one of the better people. One back of then. one of the yeah, like him and like uh, Lafayette uh, and um, that other guy, uh, John. I don't know. Uh, I know exactly. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. There's actually, I can picture the fucking Hamilton character. Yeah, I cannot name his name, but yeah, the not the the not French abolitionist. Yes, the other yeah, one, John yeah. Jay. That's John. Sa- sounds right, but Jay. I might be wrong. Yeah, John Jay. At least John Jay Jr. Something no. like that. I know. Th- yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but it was. Yeah. Um, Lafayette. I'm taking these horses for the ranch. Your red coats, red blood stains. Lafayette. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> Around 512 AD, people began to riot. The harsh living by some of the people under the thumb of Marinus and Plato was getting a bit too much Oh no, to are you telling me that even in the olden times, the material conditions of the people led to the fucking distaste well, like, of the authority? It's a good thing that riots? like we don't live in the ancient world anymore, right? And that we've evolved as a society. Yeah, yeah, that we are, don't all live in fucking like, relative squalor compared to the elite and then uh, just wish for <laughs> well, exactly. basic necessities that they'll never give us. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> they, were, they asked for Anastasius's head. They also... Uh, hated that Anastasius was a monophysite and asked for him to like just just to go away. But uh, Anastasius was able to go to the Hippodrome and talk to them the when I told you the way mm. uh, before. 
where he was able to say, like, guys, come on. Like, I, if you really think about it and you ignore my religion, <laughs> like, please ignore my religion. It's, uh, I, mean, I am is... orthodox. I promise I am orthodox. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't. It's, it's just what, it's what, uh, it's what Obama did. Yeah. It's like, despite the fact I am a Muslim born in Africa who faked my documents yeah. over here. Born in Kenya. Born in so Kenya. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I do love this country. Yeah. and uh, I love this country and <laughs> all the American people. Truly. Don't worry. I don't like Yemen. Don't um, strike those motherfuckers into next Sunday. A man named Aerobindus was proclaimed emperor, and Marinus's house was torched. Well, yeah. Gave it a field call is try. Yeah. After Anastasius talked to everybody, though, they all walked out. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever. Damn, yeah. that guy's a fucking good orator. Yeah, he was phenomenal. Um, fucking... Reagan ass. The city calmed down pretty quickly, and Arabindus was killed, and everyone pretend that nothing happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Arabindus, he was forced to become emperor, and then they killed him literally days later. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> oh, you're an emperor? Yeah, you guys made me emperor. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a reverse Quintilis. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't long until more action would happen in the capital, this time on the outside of the capital. Because Vitalian was coming to siege the city. Um, so, Anastasius and his group got together. They were all standing in a circle. All right, we need to figure this out. John, uh, Patricius, you guys are going to be the commanding officers. One of you is going to be on the Navy. The other one's going to be on the land troop. John, how about you fight in the fleet? And then, Patricius, you could do the land forces against Vitalian. Marinus is the overall head commander who will try to keep track of both. All right. Right? Jeff, you're going to go with um, John to the fleet. Jeff, you take to the air. We built a pillar for you. (laughs) You have a very special set of skills that we could use here. Um, Although Patricius would refuse to lead the frontal assault, Hmm. Vitalian was his friend. He would not go to war with his friend. Damn. So that's he like left the room. Bros before empire. Woes. Bro before wars. Wars. <laughs> um, but bro code was this deep. was quickly filled. John, you are now going to lead the, uh, the 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 land army. Jeff, you are going to lead this fleet. Oh shit! Yeah, right. Yeah. Marinus will be watching over. Fucking hey. Feeble, 80-year-old man with dementia. <laughs> who who could who would want to put such an old, dementia-addled man in charge of so much power, Bailey? What? Nope. That feels insane. Thank God Luckily, we live in, in a the society. modern day, we've moved past these mistakes of the past. The fact that you uh, can, technically speaking, become president... That was you. That was me. You can technically become president at 35... And we have a, what, 70-something-year-old president? I thought he was, like, 80. Is he 80? I don't think, I think he's, like, 79 or something. 78. He is. He was born... Actually, all the presidents currently he that are alive... when, like, the N-word was okay to say. Uh, all of the presidents besides Obama were born before World War II ended. Motherfucker is 81. Holy hell. Like... <laughs> They wouldn't let Bernie go because he was too old, but they're going to let Biden go again. Yeah, to be fair, if he runs, they must know the political party's going to lose. 
Oh yeah, no, like Biden. Like that's the like, bad choice to pick. Like, like someone if, else. If I ha- literally like, I'm not a fucking poll wonk, and I feel like I said that last week as well. But like, un like unknown, unnamed, any other Democrat polls better than Biden. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you just grab somebody off the street and said you are running for, president, I'd rather they do Sarah better. Palin do it. I'm well, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But like, okay, uh, Jimmy Carter is the oldest living president yeah. at 99. Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard, but his wife uh, passed away. Uh, no, it's really actually quite not not like uh, she lived. She was she was she lived fine. Oh, she sorry. was just uh, oh, a good like female activist. Oh yeah, very yeah. very well respected in a lot of oh, circles. Fair enough. She was a great first lady. A lot of people retroactively are like, yeah, she was phenomenal. So it is, yeah. And then he's also like not doing well either. Okay, sorry. Bernie was eighty-two, so he was too old. Yeah, I, I hate it here. It, <laughs> fucking, and I'm just waiting for this nuclear holocaust so I can be out. How old is she though? Fifty-one. Yeah, that man became. Like, it feels like he was like what, thirty-eight when he became. Yeah, he was like in his thirties, and he was like he used to smile. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> now he, I just love what the pet position of leading a country in like oh, modern day does. Oh, looking at before and after. He was like is so a funny. handsome, like well, hot. Well, don't say pres- was. He still he was, is. He was known as like that hot prime minister. I, I'll be real. He's still kind. Of, he's still yeah, pretty hot. He's dishy. Um, like, but like, yeah, oh yeah, no, the, the beard actually works. The beard looks good. Um, but like Obama is one of those striking images where like you'll see him yeah, after eight yeah. years. He went in there looking like a forty-two-year-old and came out looking like he was like seventy-eight. <laughs> you know, like the presidency really aged him. <laughs> actually, I think Obama's one of the better ones. Like, is that it? Yeah, yeah. I know some. There's some pictures. Where oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Here, he's like looking second. really <laughs> grim. <laughs> like you can find a bad one of pretty much any president, but like. Uh, 20 photos of U.S. presidents before and after the White House. There was just that Obama one at the front. How far is it going to let us go? The Willie McKinley. Okay, that's a ridiculous picture. It's the same picture. Same picture. That took its toll. Yeah. On uh, Roosevelt there. That's pre-getting shot, too. Howard Taft. Uh, Willie, he looks William pretty Taft. similar. <laughs> Woodrow Wilson. Oh, the worst president. That dude aged. Ooh, Ooh. that one's... Warren no, Harding, see, my poor. Harding, he called Ooh. his. He had a nickname for his penis. I think Lyndon B. Johnson did too. Yep, yep. No, it was um, Jerry, and um, Jerry was Harding's, and then um, Jumbo was Lyndon's. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jumbo and Jerry. I want to see that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would go hard. Um, okay, let's get. This. Yeah, let's 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 go. I feel like we there's... still have to cover the blues and the greens. By the way. Yeah, that's fine. We're fine. Um, so Jeff was quickly pushed into the, the admiral spot, right? With relatively no experience, but he had seen in the, he was in the military for a bit. He knew, he knew a thing or two about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, now John's side would be relatively easy. So Marinus found himself looking at the fleet for the most part. Because I don't know if you know Constantinople, it, you could only attack Constantinople from one side, because the rest of it is on water. Oh, okay. right. That's why it's so like good to defend. That, oh, yeah, that makes right? sense. And so, so why did they build four walls? They should have just built one. Well, the four walls are so that you can't just like sail up to the city. So there's four walls <laughs> on this. So there's a wall blocking them from the water, so you can't just like 
I mean, that makes invade sense. Invade the water. And, yeah, it, there's I, a reason. But I, I feel like they could have just built one really good wall and been fine. Well, there's a reason the, the city lasted so long. Because they didn't just build one really good wall and be fine. They built <laughs> six really good walls in a row. Now, hold on. I, do, and now I know fine. a square only has and now four sides. They put a chain up in the water as well to stop ships from coming. So in order for the ship to leave Constantinople, they have to leave, they have to lower the chain because oh, it just it tears the it tears open the bottom of the ship. Man, we need to kill technology. <laughs> the Unabomber was right. The next episode will be a full reading of his manifesto <laughs> and endorsement of his ideas. Now Jeff was watching as he, he the fleet attempted to push Vitalian's forces back, but after hours of fighting, it was clear that there was not much they could do. Vitalian was gonna breach through the water um that was until jeff had an idea because it was something that to shoot the pyramids no cooler (laughs) cooler i might watch napoleon after this it was something that marinus john and anastasius and jeff had been thinking for a while now with justin there and maybe patricius but probably not they probably didn't trust him half the gang um and jeff decided he would be the person to do this mission he couldn't ask anyone else to do it so he'll 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 do this mission marinus and anastasius asked him if he was sure are you like like you don't have to do this this is very like it's okay bro yeah fine there's there has to be another way but like for reasons you'll see someone of power had to be on this Yeah, yeah right so jeff agreed to do it one boat was loaded with barrels and stocked all over the ship. Oh, shit. Jeff, with just a few men, enough that they can get the boat moving, disembarked from the water. Oh, no. Jeff was underneath the ship, uh, putting on his bishop robe that he had. Maybe his old that he style. Kept, like this whole Yeah, time. his old style yeah, yeah. clothing. The ones that had rips in it and everything, and, and, and it was really ragged. Yeah, yeah. And as the boat came over looked like it, this yeah exactly that's why the this is this are, is this is what he looked this like this is jeff and the two other people walking on the onto the ship yeah 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 and um the boat slowly moved towards uh battalion's ship battalion's fleet yeah yeah and it passed in between two of battalion's boats and okay. just kept going just kept going and um but the men on battalion's boat were like looking at it like what is happening here why is there no one on this boat Right, and at this moment, the door of the cabin opens, and Jeff, wearing his bishop, his stylite gear, walked out and started looking around behind at the city. At and this is actually the scene of him walking out. That yeah, uh, that's why he's walking I, right there. I had a Rocky illustrate for this very episode. Exactly, this is impressive. I'm, I'm gonna feel like this. such an idiot if I'm getting the name wrong the whole time. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure JoJo's is a Rocky. <laughs> Um, Jeff looked at the men on Vitalian's ship, and as soon as they saw Jeff, they started, like, getting ready to board. Okay, there's people on this ship. Let's get this ship done. Yeah, yeah. Jeff would turn around and look at one of the men who was still inside, and at a certain moment, Jeff would nod his head, and the sulfur-based chemical that they'd been working on for the last 20 years erupted. Oh, shit. And a massive chemical explosion blew up the ship jeff was on 
and the in, in half, more than half of Italian's fleet. Oh fuck! In one explosion. Christ. Jeff looking around right as he died, and then it just as he was just this would I, stick onto the water, and men would jump in when they got lit on fire, not realizing that the water would ignite the fire oh, in some ways. Oh shit! This is proto Greek fire. Okay, okay. Yeah. This is a bit different from the Greek fire we'll yeah. get to, but this is an explosion. Oh, A fuck. real sulfur chemical explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That because of this explosion and Jeff's sacrifice, Vitalian loses this siege. Oh, fuck. He's forced to flee and goes into hiding. Ooh. So can we retroactively subtract <laughs> one point from every other Jeff's death? Including the assassination? Including the assassination. Did I, did, this is why I said to you, there's one more that I think you Yeah, holy more. shit. At the elderly age, but at least, at earliest, this is sadly, we have to do this because of the rules we've set up. Again, yeah, yeah. we can change it later. At 56, Jeff is gone. He probably died around 76 to 80. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to do 56 because that's the amount of time he he was... He was known. No. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, yeah. That is, uh, that is Jeff fuck. 14, the stylite. Fuck, dude. I didn't expect the fucking pious dude to go <laughs> out with a, like that. I know. The, like, I'm, you know what? I'm going to dedicate my life to hanging out on a tower. And, like, at the end of his life, he saw Constantinople as God's city. So he perhaps thought of this as his last sacrifice to God. Ah, yeah, yeah. Right? All right. Oh, that's kind of like this nice narrative. Like, he you, he was a holy man who joined the army, so his, like, last act was, like, a kind of a synthesis of Which the is two. why he, he dressed in his bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he, he... So, like, that's an image right there. Yeah, fuck. All right. Oh. Want to rank him? <laughs> All right. First place. Okay. Now, uh, greens and blues. No, uh, we're going we're gonna to rank them first <laughs> I know, I know. place. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. Ranked. Um, okay. So, for good, he most definitely fought in the army. Or, sorry, for... Fidus Jefianus. Jefianus. Sorry, I, I timestamped them all with, like, you saying it that you probably noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least one no, of us No, at first it. I was, like, going to just leave a pause, and then I realized, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to say it as that voice yeah, says yeah. it every time. And I, <laughs> I played with, like, cutting it out or just layering it. And I, I, oh. I, I like layering yeah, it. It's, it's cool. also easier. It's cool. Um, so, yeah, he for sure was in the military for about 20 years, we know. He, we also know that he was most definitely in his 50s when he joined, and probably in his 70s when he quit. Yeah. So there was most likely not a lot of fighting happened, but he still definitely fought, especially yeah, yeah. in the initial few years. And then he was instrumental in this fleet here, which is a battle instrumental in them losing, and mm -hmm. uh, Vitalian losing. Yeah, yeah. So he did fight basically only Vitalian his whole life. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, politically, didn't really mm -hmm. do anything, though. He got them into the gates, but that wasn't really him. Yeah, I was thinking the gate That's thing, more, but um, he wasn't on their side. Yeah. He was just trying to get into the city. That, yeah, he wasn't on any <laughs> side. That, just, like, that was like he was just used. Yeah, so it's not like a crazy amount, but also like there's some respectable stories, and yeah. he's getting something and for blowing up a fleet I was gonna say, with a and sulfur like, weapon. I, I, do, I feel like that's going to augment every single one of his scores. <laughs> yeah. 
Because it's like, yeah, you know, he didn't really fight a ton. Can't he wait wasn't for very political. <laughs> uh, you know, there wasn't a whole ton there. But he did blow up a fleet with a sulfur-based chemical sulfur weapon <laughs> with like proto-Greek fire. Yeah, no, but uh, I'll be honest. Twenty years in the military and a secret weapon, I, I'm good f- more than a five. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was gonna go like six, six, seven. I was thinking six or seven. I'm willing to go seven if you go six. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah? That sounds good. All right, that's thirteen, which is respectable. That's for a respectable. Man we have not a lot of sources for, but honestly, like. I don't know. I, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, it takes some coolness. And with that, he's almost cleared uh, <laughs> genus. <laughs> and he has already cleared, cleared Jeff, Jeff the Younger. Younger. Yeah, but that's not impressive. <laughs> and he's tied with Jeff, too. <laughs> Poor Jeff, too, man. Ah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Approbium. Approbium idiom. Start at the beginning. He stood on a pole for <laughs> 11 years of his life. Well, yeah, but this is Approbium idiom. That's cool. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then the only other thing I could think of is maybe he should have been a little smarter because it was because of him that the city got captured by Basiliscus. He didn't really. No, he was. He didn't know they were gonna plot the no, whole thing. No, and no. This was just a chance that's, opportunity. Right? That's like one of those like he was involved, but like he had zero agency. Yeah. In that, so like I don't want to give him credit. Yeah. So for, credit. I don't want to give him credit either way. So the stylite one. How can we judge someone for their believing in their faith? Yeah, that's, no matter how crazy, yeah, whatever, yeah. it's their faith. He didn't. It was not his fault. It was his fault, but it was like he was. He was not. He was like an unintended catalyst yeah, to it. Exactly. Um, then he joined the army at fifty, yeah. but you could also argue that was to get out of his habits. Yeah, yeah, drinking habits. Um, but the army wouldn't oh. have been a great place to go because no, so alcoholism he was an is rampant. alcoholic for 20 years. Yeah, oh, that would, that, yeah, that, okay. that'll. So we'll give him at least like a couple there. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the final one, he blew himself up on a sh- chemical based ship. Yeah, so what? Does he just get 10 for that? Or is this our first 14 that we're going to give? And that's just my score? 14, 14? Yeah, I give him 14. Um, I'll give him, okay, he killed himself with a crazy maneuver. So I'm going to give him five for that base. Yeah. And then maybe one for the story of, uh, not two, maybe for his, his drinking. Yeah. I was thinking like, uh, two for like the, like one per decade kind of thing. Yeah. So like two decades of drinking, two one for the pillar. Cause like, I feel like there has to Fair. be just because of, how dedicated he would have to be. <laughs> he, was, Which, he wasn't... He I was wasn't, like, Daniel would have got, like, seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I'm, eight? Yeah, I'm thinking seven. Okay. For me. Yeah. So that is a... 15? 15. Perfect. Then he clears another half of the people. Nice. Successes. This is around that he, he does suffer in a lot. Yeah, he didn't do um, a ton. But we can give him one thing. Oh. It's because of his death, because of this death, yeah, yeah. that Jeff 13 is able to do what he does in Constantinople under Anastasius, and then Justin, and then Justinian. Oh, so shit. So he did, he did influence... Okay, uh, okay. So that's it's not a zero. Never, that's, like, important, right? It, it's important for the rest of the Jeff family. Yeah, yeah. Because it definitely helps Jeff 13 set up for his family. Yeah. Right? Um, so, but like, it can't be crazy. Yeah. I'm yeah. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't like he was doing it for that reason. It's just because he did that. He, Jeff 13 was got the, uh, yeah. a bit of like 
accolades. And I will say, he was personally successful in his own life. He got from being... Yeah. To be fair, he was wealthy when he was born. We just don't have anything on it. Because his... his yeah, Jeff yeah. Nine was Jeff Nine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, um, so he was wealthy, lost quite a bit of it, became a stylite, uh, became a drunkard, and then got wealthy again after the military with Anastasius. Oh, yeah, so yeah. He did do, he did end as one of the advisors for a Roman emperor. Yeah, he ended pretty good. So I'm thinking four or five yeah. for me. Uh, yeah. Four. I, I was only, I was tempted to go a little higher yeah. just just because like even if it wasn't intentional he he was like again I maybe it's a theme of him but he was like the unintended catalyst for Jeff 13 now what would have happened if um, we didn't do jet like okay what if we do it in a way where what if Jeff 14 because he died before Jeff 13 we did his story first? And we wouldn't, ha- you wouldn't have known that Jeff Thirteen benefits from this, mm. right? Because that is kind of foresight in the future. But that's our whole round, isn't it? How well does it affect the future of the? Campaign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, okay. So yeah, it wasn't. I, I did. I wasn't thinking anything extreme. Like I was like six. Yeah, I think feels fair. I think like, he's a very middle of the road for success. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and that feels like six. Six feels all right because it's like. He kind of cratered himself a bit, but like he got back up a, a good a good amount, yeah. and like, and he like he did, fell often, but then didn't got have a kid up though, right? Often. No. Okay. So this 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 is it like, was just the like tangential influence. Yeah. Of, so uh, Jeff fourteen doesn't have a there's no his, his thing ends here. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is maybe something to be said because he's only one of two. No, he's not. Uh, up until this point, he's one of two Jeffs that has not had a child. Mm. Right. So he has not continued his own family yeah yeah he continued his the, cousins yeah yeah the, the or his, second, his third cousin at this stage the dynasty the, not dynasty, the family yeah so but yeah no i'm gonna go with a four because i think a 10 is quite nice for him not fair uh yeah that's still like that makes that his father sorry his cousin has more points than him but his father also created a merchant empire yeah and also made the family more rich than possibly than ever God. yeah possibly ever yeah, so yeah. Yeah, no, uh, a 10 is, is good. And he beats quite a few of the, the ones, yeah. All right. All right. Tempus Adio. This is, like, again, the one I feel bad for, because he, he does have, like, the ability, if we had any dates at all on him. Yeah. To, to do... It's, like, this score should be, like... 80-something. Yeah, but... but yeah. And, and we'll, we will, like, I'll see It'll later We'll take it into account in the rounds, because yeah. I think we already know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, times... He's gonna fucking go in a blaze of glory in the rounds. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, I really... to, like... I... I'm not asking you to rig the rounds. I would never do that. But if somehow he could, like, eliminate somebody else and himself to put Jeff 13 <laughs> no, through... We'll, yeah, we'll, uh... To put Jeff 13 through? That would be, that would be incredible. <laughs> Jeff 13's not in the rounds, though. Oh, shit. He didn't get it. But he maybe his father. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we maybe once he dies, it's like a it's like a death rattle in Hearthstone. Yeah. Jeff thirteen spawns in his place. So that is a fifty six, which is a two point eight overall for this. And then finally, Defigus Jeffigus, which I believe we both already know. Yeah, there's the lead. Can up. we actually give him a six? <laughs> no, but we can. We can. 
we can look back on. Well, to be fair, the assassination was also phenomenal. They it was were really they were good. great in different ways. I think. Yeah. Right. So I would put out of the the the, the five out of fives, he is the first five. The other guy's the second five, which is why I almost went to nine on the assassination. Yeah, yeah. Right, because I was like, well, I think there is one that's a bit better. Yeah, this is the best. And you were right. I think out of all the Jeffs, because I, uh, I don't. To be fair, the last five or six Jeffs, I'm not really sure on their deaths yet because I haven't created that. Nah, I'm currently doing that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, uh, I think it's a solid. Yeah. Sure, go five. Yeah, this was a no. No debate, no question. No, this was this was phenomenal for this. All right, so that gives him a score of forty-five point nice. Which which he clears he above. clears everybody in our drought since uh, Jeff nine. Yeah. Uh, which is fitting because guess who's also going well, actually, through? No, Jeff eleven. Or sorry, I read that wrong. Eleven, eleven. Um. Yeah, let's see if he has. Uh, let's because at the beginning we said, well, like his father is the top scorer, so let's see if his son carries on that legacy kind of thing. I think his great grandson did a good job. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> it was big shoes to fill, and he did all right. Yeah, he filled it to the best of his ability. So we only have one thing left to ask: Does he deserve it? And I believe once again. Not really anything to ask. No. Absolutely, uh, it, this man it is does. It's the interesting thing of him being a stylite, which we've never seen a life like this before. Yeah, yeah. And then also the fact he had an amazing explosion mm. of an of a explosive end. Yeah. No, I, I think he, he could even have the ability to get far in our rounds. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it, it was a fun story. This was yeah, no, fun. that was good. That was good. This was like one of some of the easiest research I've ever done because it was so interesting the whole time. <laughs> All right. Well, for... The first time in five Jeffs, Ayy. we have a new Jeffianus. A new challenger to the throne. Now let's who see will if probably he... lose to his great grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now let's see if his cousin's son next week, who I will give you two, of, three of the names that he has. Okay. First, Jeff the flute player. Ooh. Which is a dig, inclined. which is a dig by its political enemies, by the way. That's like, uh, it's fucking it. Little Rhonda, Jeff the flute player. Yeah. Um, Folks, he plays flute. He's a pansy. <laughs> we need a strong man. Uh, Jeff the Westerner, which is his least popular name because he does uh, spend some time in the West. Okay. The last Jeff to do so, yeah, really. Yeah. And then the one that he's most commonly referred to, and it's the name that will be on his episode, Jeff the Elephant Tamer. Yeah. Fucking Hannibal ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, usually that's where we'd end it, but I want to quickly tell you about the greens and blues. All right. Which, it's going to be a long episode. Yeah, that's but fine. That's fine. It's I, fine. I it's a two, so far, with... we are only two hours in. So if this takes less than 40 minutes, we'll be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, I, I, will pro- I tried to find like a short novella on the Yakuza to read before this. Every Yakuza book that's, like, recommended is, like, at least 300 pages. Yeah. So, like, I got through a chapter, but I've played some of the Yakuza games, so... What we can do, too, is, again, Pax Americus, what this podcast is helping us do is find connections of what we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. Ancient versus modern, right? And while you start, I'm going to pull up a Yakuza story that I'm going to share at some point. Okay. All right, so we're going to start the greens and the blues. Now... 
the Greens and the Blues started off as basically sports teams. Cool. Right? Originally, there were four teams in Rome. Those were the Blues, Greens, Reds, and Whites. Okay. Right? And um, Domitian, my favorite Roman emperor, uh, or my favorite uh, early Roman emperor now, would add the purple and the golds, but very shortly after his downfall, those two teams would just disappear. No one liked those teams. He added them because he wanted to make new teams. Yeah, yeah. Right? Caligula, Nero, Domitian, Lucius Verus, Commodus, Caracalla, Geta, and Elagabalus. Those are some crazy, crazy guys. Yeah, I was going to say, I recognize basically all of those names. (laughs) Um, They all loved the blues and the greens. And sorry, what sport were they playing? Chariot racing. Okay. For the most part. Okay. But it also leached into gladiatorial games, into like uh, Olympics. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Now, the colors of the teams were named after the four colors that were most commonly worn by the circus uh, charioteers. Okay. Uh, Circus is what the place is called. Circus meaning circuit. Oh, okay. Okay. Circle. Yeah, yeah. Circuit. But Uh, they call it they call it the circus. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Now, there are some accounts that we can trace the origins of these teams in Rome back to the ancient Etruscans, which are the people who were uh, dominating Italy before Rome was there. Mm-hmm. So the Rome had to, Romans had to defeat the Etruscans in order to dominate Italy. Oh, and that was this is like ancient, ancient. ancient. This is the beginning, is founding like, of Rome. This is like our episode zero. Yeah. Uh, because the Etruscans brought chariot racing to Italy from Greece because there was a lot of Greek influence in the Etruscans. Yes. Um, it was always popular in Greece and other Greek states on the Mediterranean, but it only became really, really popular when the Romans got their hands on it. Mm. They loved these games. Um, Big and, horse fans. Yeah. Oh, they loved horses. Did they have cool horse names? Um, I like special Yes, week. kind of. Like, for example, um, Alexander the Great's mm. ho- a horse had a name. Uh, Bucephalus, my bad. Eh. Yeah. That's... That's okay. I, I much prefer our modern horse names where it's just like nouns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, special week and like pretty derby. <laughs> I think the like, oh, this is one where I'm going to have to look up the fucking horse name. But I feel like the like current like contender to the throne is called like circle or something. Wow. I can't believe a third time there was a VTuber doing a stream uh, this was Takaneri. Right. She was doing a stream about horse races. Weird. I, I was like, <laughs> sure, fuck it. That's weird. <laughs> That's cool. No, fair enough. Um, every major city had a circus or a, a place they can they can race, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the average circus would fit about twenty to thirty thousand people, um, but the sizes varied depending on how big the city. For example, Rome, their theater could have held over 150,000 people. Ah, yes. The Colosseum. Insane. No. All right. This is pre-Colosseum. Damn. Colosseum was made by uh, Vespasian Titus of Domitian. Hmm. Does the Colosseum laid... exist yet in our story? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Domitian, when we, when, we, when we started the Jeff at Jeff 1, yeah. it was already built. Oh, okay, okay. Because we started, like, Jeff 1 was born... When Domitian was finishing the top of it. Damn, that thing's old as fuck. Yeah. But it's still AD. Yes, not yes, BC. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the most successful and rich athletes of all time in all of history was in Rome. 
His name was Diocles. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a name. He was a slave who was able to buy his own freedom through his superstardom as an athlete. Oh, is this fucking the story of Gladiator? Uh, n- no. Fucking, are but... you not entertained, but in Latin? <laughs> um, no. Are you not as entertained? Gladiator, because... it's very much like, like, fun. It's fun. I know. Yeah. That, that I do know. Yeah. But like, um, like, I should say loosely based. He estimated, he was estimated to have made 36 million sesterces in his lifetime, which if you put that to 2015 currency, that was about $350 million modern day. Jump change, LeBron the GOAT. Yeah. Well, like... <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing go. about basketball, and I've referenced two basketball players this episode. Wemby. Fucking eat this Wemby is so funny. Now, from the early Roman Republic days, the costs of having a chariot team were crazy, and usually a group of wealthy or young aristocrats hmm. would fund the team, to, and as a unit, they'd lead, they'd like organize this team. Okay. Right. Uh, but eventually, during the empire phase, these developed into a well-organized deems. Deems hmm. meaning association. Hmm. Right. So similar to modern-day s- professional sports clubs. That's what the deems are. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, soccer has a bunch of fucking... Yeah. Manchester exactly. United... And then the way that um, college footy. basketball footy, and football have footy, a lot of footy, different... Footy, footy, ball, bro. Footy, footy, bro. Foot, bro. It's called <laughs> soccer. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, now that we know uh, the British people listen to this. As a, uh, as a disclaimer, I do not believe that soccer should be called soccer. It's definitely football. Fo- American football... It should be called handball because yeah, but as we've established, it. you're the ancient historian. I'm the one who actually lives in modern times. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the end, so political factions grew out of these parties, though these sports teams. Okay. Right. By the end of the West, most of the ma- in most of the major cities, the Reds and Whites have disappeared. Um, some sources say they've completely assimilated with the Blues and Greens, respectively. Uh, but we're not. That it's unclear. There's no real like. So we have the so what we have the Republicans, the Democrats, the Green Party, and the Ku Klux. Party. Well, what we're gonna get into is the Blues are generally associated with the ruling class, conservative merchants, and religious orthodoxy. Yeah, the Democrats. Yeah. Whereas the Greens are felt to be the faction of the masses and tended to be more monophysite leaning in comparison to orthodox. Okay, never mind. So not the Green Party. Yeah, not the Green Party. Um. But allegiances constantly changed. The support of something would switch based on what the other faction's doing. We're just going to do the opposite. It's like a very reactionary. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's very uh, locally, the class system, religion, depending on that, That's if the blues support something, the greens will support something else. Okay. It is purely we hate you for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's, it's posting on Twitter. Exactly. By the 6th century uh, AD, I don't put CE for some reason, AD, AD, the rivalry between the Blues and the Greens was intense. Ooh. Street fighting of gangs would not be unheard of. They would, it would fucking like blicky. throughout the empire. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, they were similar to modern day gangs. Did they do drive-bys with like throwing spears? On horses, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock slingers. Yeah. Um, but... Like they're they're similar to modern day gangs, but with more political power than modern no. day gangs. And have. when you say modern day gangs, Bloods, like, Crips. Okay, I was gonna say, do you mean like Bloods America. and Crips, or do you mean like 
mafia organized crime. Yeah, not it, it is much more similar to mafia organized crime, but um, it's we it's weird because it's not the same. Okay. For okay. example, uh, they rarely they were able to eventually push the Roman Emperor Justinian to a point where he had to get the entire military to deal with them, where the mafia and yakuza are smarter than that. They yeah, realize yeah. they can't take on the government by themselves. That's why they do things underground. Yeah, right? or like uh, there's a there is actually a bit. And this is why I was wishing I could read a bit more about them. Mm-hmm. But the Yakuza do, like, have a degree of, like, political power, um, f- from my understanding, right. in Japan, of, like, they... Ah, oh, God. Besides saying, like, they wield a level of political power, it's, like, difficult for me to get into specifics, because, again, fucking 400-page dry textbook about it's it all. It's a lot, yeah. Um, but it's... I, I do know they're more they're far more integrated than something like the Bloods or Crips into like um, mm-hmm. civil society. Yeah. Whereas like the Bloods or Crips, the higher you get, it actually becomes very organized mm-hmm. and very almost political. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never were able to breach that last step that like the mafia was able to. Yeah, yeah. But that's also because of the embedded racism in North America. Yes. As black youths especially they're always looked at kind of cautiously by the yeah, government yeah. and that if a black leader of the crips comes up to you you're more likely to arrest him mm-hmm. than hear him out yeah right yeah. so and that's why the cops are more likely to arrest no, them the pol- politicians too yeah, yeah right that's what i mean like, okay yeah, yeah i'm yeah. not talking about me you I, know I, I, yeah, I, yeah i figured uh, i'd want to just specify that it wasn't like, like a general for sentiment. example um we do have full like uh in the 20s and 30s of America, full-on gang leaders talking to governors of their states, mm-hmm. if not being those governors. Yeah. Where the greens and blues, they were at some points, they had the ear of the emperor, or rich yeah, yeah. politicians would hire them. To live up to the reputation of, of these gangs, uh, some resorted to more extreme violence. For example, in 501 AD, fans of the green, green team snuck weapons into the hippodrome and during one of the races they started attacking the blue fans oh and i guess is there much of a distinction between the teams themselves and their fans no okay like don't get me wrong the fans are definitely like the aggressive ones more often than not yeah yeah. but they're led by someone in yeah yeah. in the green or the blue faction right gotcha and um yeah like in that that one thing where the greens decided to do that there's estimates that nearly three thousand people were killed in oh, that geez. riot that's like that's how like you don't see that now yeah you'd I like you like even even like wars how long did it take for ukraine to get to three thousand this happened in day in like in, in like a day yeah right like that's what i mean like violence back then despite it's having pretty commonplace yeah and despite having no automatic weapons we still have some reason way more casualties right yeah. That's what I mean, um, but by by yeah, and this it's because they all lived in fifteen minute cities, Bailey. <laughs> Everything was walkable there, so it was easier to kill them all. Now, often that was the most insane shit. Anyway, <laughs> and it's pretty wild. Yeah, a wild take. Um, often these gangs were recruited by politicians and clergy at times oh, okay. to assault political opponents or religious opponents. Huh, okay, yeah. Um, 
but sometimes, like let's say um, Lucius is, is he he's uh, Eastern Orthodox and and uh, Sextus is is uh, a monophysite. Mm. If if Lucius hires the Blues to kill Sextus, the Greens will be like, hey, why don't you hire us to kill him? Just because the Blues are on one side, the Greens yeah, yeah, have yeah. to be on the other side. Interesting. Yeah. Now. So it's not very principled, is what I'm gathering. No, and it, it, a lot of it, it's hard. Like as much as it's organized, there's a lot of separate entities that just do what they want. Yeah, yeah. There will be times where it, just random people in the blues and random people in the greens will be walking down the street together, uh, but past each other, and it'll just go into a full-on bloodbath fight <laughs> to see who's left standing. Right? Like it's that's it's, crazy. It is, and it, it's just such a weird way. Um, one of the examples of just. A, one of the teams doing something different than the other is in Antioch. The Greens incited a massacre on the Jewish residents of the city. Oh no! Yay! Oh. And several synagogues were burned. But well, the Blues decided to help defend the Jewish population. Now it is very clear that the motives were anything. Yeah, that's they literally just used it as an opportunity to oppose the Greens. This is like when people talk about like horseshoe theory, why it's why this is why I'm kind of like, it's just bullshit. Because yeah. it's like, you can come to the correct conclusion in a situation without, like, knowing the reason to be there. Yeah. Like, it. it's like you're... That is the equivalent of someone siding with another side, not because they think it's right, yeah. but because they think, hey, this will really mess with them if I just side on the other side. It's like um, if there was some dude named, like, Joel who didn't like a guy named Billy, and Billy joined the Ku Klux Klan, and Joel went, well, I don't like the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay. Like, <laughs> you're, sure, yeah, no, I no, agree, I, that's a good sentiment. <laughs> but don't dislike them because Billy's there. <laughs> that's exactly what the Greens and Blues Yeah, yeah. Um, now, ever since Constantine the Great, the Greens and Blues grew beyond sports teams and basically became political factions that held real power. Okay. Right? The leaders of these two groups... Could handle real power. It would get to the point after Constantine that the leaders of these two groups would be basically hired by the government. They would be put in place by the government. Mm. Right? And they would be tasked with assisting shipments into the Fucking city. CIA they would be fucking... Yeah. Anyway. They would be tasked with manning the walls and helping religious centers, right? So they did do that volunteer work that a lot of organized crime does in and, order to... But there's the party where I'm like, yeah, we're going to rebuild these walls that the Greens took down because we're the Blues. <laughs> Take these walls down. <laughs> um, no, uh, there was a lot of culture identity at this time, too. So if you were part of the Greens... You would dress the same way as all your friends did. Mm. You'd wear your hair the same way, your facial uh, facial hair as well. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So there was a lot of like, we we are gonna dress the same. So did did the balds and the people who couldn't wear couldn't grow a beard all become part of like <laughs> one party? Um, it's like yeah, I'm I'm here just by choice. We uh we get a description at this time of one of the factions' hairstyles. Totalis Rankium chose this as the color for the greens. Because the Greens are more pro-people. Mm. So this sounds apparently to them more pro-people, which I, I agree, I guess. Fair enough. And I quote. Is it going to be like fucking Marx and they just look like shit? They did not touch the mustache or beard at all. 
wanting to grow their hair out as long as possible, as is a custom amongst the Persians. But on but the hair on the head, they cut in the front as far as the temples, while letting it hang out long in the back for no particular reason. So they basically had mullets and handlebar mustaches. <laughs> so like it was kind of like cut in the back and then they had like a bushier like mustache and like beard thing yeah they had they, they had basically a big handlebar mustache because yeah. they didn't cut it a beard and then also they would have hair going all the way down but short up here so it's a mullet okay okay so um, so you could say they kind of they kind of looked a little like this <laughs> uh, you can see the big mustache the bushy beard longer hair. yeah in the i back. would argue it's that kinda... the greens modeled themselves after Karl marx <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of it's crazy how history. It's works. an out there theory. But... I don't. I don't. Not many people knew this, but actually, the Greens and Karl Marx were alive before the pyramids. Yeah, no, no that's a fact. Look it up. Yeah. Um. Quick, we have to edit Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, cut it. Cut it now. Okay, we're back. Ah, sorry about uh, that. Sorry about that. Um. Yeah. The other pod. So the podcast said that the Blues, on the other hand, this is fully made up by them. Had short, buzz-cut hair, pencil-thin mustaches. Ooh. Yeah, so they're like kind of like the aristocrats, yeah. Yeah. Um, eventually, under Justinian's reign, when these events that we covered last week with the men hanging happened, mm. riots started and the city began to burn. This is the first time, and only time as we'll see, where the army was put in place to deal with the, uh, the greens and blues. Belisarius came into the city and killed as many greens and blues as they could. Oh, fuck. Thousands of people would be killed, and broadly speaking, Justinian's reign would mark the end of the political side of the blues and greens. Well. It wasn't until 19... 19. 12, uh, <laughs> 1204. Okay. Where um, the Latins That's capture, like 700 years later? Yeah. The Latins would capture Constantinople in the Fourth Crusade, and the Byzantine Empire would fall for 75 years, but the Roman Empire would completely collapse for 75 years. Cool. Um, where the blues and greens and charioteer, char, chariot racing would disappear forever. Oh, fuck. Even when the Romans got back in about 75 years after to Constantinople and re, re got the the Roman Empire yeah, re yeah. reinstated the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire, Mark the um, That they even then at that point they'd be like, yeah, no, it's over. Oh shit. So yeah, uh, yeah, and that is the a small as much as I could find on the greens and blues. Now let me hear this Yakuza story. Yes. So. Yeah, uh, but I've told this story enough. Where I don't need my phone. Uh, so. Uh, back in, I want to say it was the 70s or 80s, um, basically, there, in Japan, video games were a cool thing. Right. Um, and the Yakuza, like, rolled pretty deep at that point. So, like, companies, like, they, they would obviously collect their money from the companies, but they would also, like, provide protection for companies and work with some of them. For sure. Um, and technically... Any official source that like I've been able to find states it as unnamed video company, unnamed video game company. Right. Um, so te technically, 
we don't know. Um, not just because my phone's not actually plugged in. <laughs> Plug it. Didn't even put the charger in the wall. It's all good. I can turn around and make it sound like I just said this in one thing. Um, but essentially, there's a story of a developer at Nintendo at the time um, got a like a, a threat or a message from the Yakuza saying, we have your sister. Uh, oh. You have to stop developing arcade cabinets in this area or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and like, it's going to be a short story, no. but um, I'm, I'm, I'm invested. Fair enough. But um, essentially like this uh, story kind of comes out. The sister... Yeah, he, I think he basically ends up saying, like, yeah, fuck it, sure, just give me back my sister. Because the Yakuza had been hired to kidnap his sister by this unnamed video game company um, in order to stop Nintendo from putting arcade cabinets into, like, um, I, again, I forget the area, but into, okay. like, a certain area. We can extrapolate and theorize that at the time, the two, like, biggest companies in the arcade space right. were Nintendo and Sega. Yeah. Sega. Sega nowadays has a very... I enjoy the franchise. Yep. I know, like they, it a uh, lot. They own Total War, Rome 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Sega is uh, Creative Assembly, who made the Total oh, War games. Oh, okay. They're owned by uh, Sega. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So at the beginning of every Total War game, it says Sega. Sega. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they nowadays have a very popular franchise... Uh, called the Like a Dragon franchise, oh. or as it's known in the West, the Yakuza franchise. Yeah, I know that one. Which, my theory, and I've heard it a few times, so it's probably not mine. I'm that not it was alone. Sega? Um, well, the fact, it being Sega is like, put two and two together. Yeah, Nintendo's yeah, only real like competitor. There's, there's kind of like, no other, there's like, no real other answer. Um, of course, that's not official. Well, that's Fortnite. all technically speculation. Um, Epic Games didn't exist. Uh, not, not. That's because at the time they were they were known as the undisclosed game video oh, game true. company. That's why they were <laughs> waiting for their major break. <laughs> <laughs> they should put Infinity Blade back on the app. That's why there's Yakuza members in Fortnite now. True. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Yakuza's not in Fortnite. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet is a is fair it? statement. Um, but they, they have this very popular franchise called Yakuza yeah. uh, that they started back in like the 2000s. Fun fact, Mark Hamill uh, voiced uh, Majima in the original Yakuza really? 1. Uh, yeah, well, I, no, know, that's... I didn't know how to speak Japanese. It's crazy. Uh, the English dub. Oh. Oh! Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> Common mistake. But um, basically my theory is that Yakuza, or Sega started the Yakuza franchise so that now if you Google Sega Yakuza or you try to look up anything Sega Yakuza, it's all just like fucking like flack, not to sound like I've read manufacturing consent, right. which I have. Um, but it's oh just, <laughs> it's all just flack for um, like Sega to misconstrue and like, uh, I don't know, make messy this narrative that they were ever involved with the Yakuza, despite right. the fact they definitely were. And Nagoshi, who was the original developer of it, definitely talked to real Yakuza 
for consulting that game. You'd have to. Like, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Sitting and, there with his little briefcase, looking a bit scared. Oh, Some no, no, no. smoking around a oh, table like this. No, yeah. wait, you don't know what Nagoshi looks like. No. So we're going to have Is three. Chad? We're going to have three photos. Jeff, the JoJo's, and Nagoshi. <laughs> so like, let me fucking, you will witness this man. Let me see him. Like, what do you think the developer of the Yakuza games looks like? I was thinking a dweeb, glasses, circle glasses, you know, blonde, blonde hair, kind of white. No, yo, look at him. Fucking. Why is he? A, why is his head so big? Yeah, that's kind of the one thing. Wait, but like, oh wait, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. Dude's fucking cool. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I like how he has two girls on the side of him. <laughs> really trying to sell the game, isn't he? Oh my god, what has he got, a harem? Um, so that's actually, this is just going to be about the Yakuza games briefly. But in the Yakuza games, a lot of them have a host club minigame, which like have... Like an Orin High School host club? Uh, Similar? Sure. Okay, cool. I know uh, what you mean now. Do you know what a, do you know what a hostess <laughs> club is, like a host club? No. Basically, you go to the place and you talk to pretty people and pay to ah, do that's, that. Oh, that's why Orange High School host club is yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I've it's never like, seen it. To be fair, I've only seen like the first episode. Or two. I haven't seen it either, honestly. But um, basically, in the Yakuza games, you can run a. Uh, I shouldn't be saying host club because that's guys like a a hostess club. Right. Um, but the thing is, they take like real idols, like idols in real life, right, and right. put them in the game under like their name and everything, and that's the idols. Uh, in the most recent one, the. Yeah, because a man who erased his name... We're almost done, I promise. No, no, it's good. Um, man who erased his name has a... And they say comedy comes in threes, but truly I believe <laughs> comedy comes in fours because there's a VTuber in there um, <laughs> by the name of Kason who has... There's... I'm not going to get into the lore of Kason. That's far too can much for this. Can we rank all the VTubers after? <laughs> we can do a Hololive this ranking. This time you can, you can do the research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um... But um, Kason, who um, she's she's a big fan of the Yakuza games, right. and she got to be in the most recent one. And I'm just I don't know I'm happy that That's really she cool. got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like what's his name being in the uh, Five Nights at Freddy movie. Matt Pat. <laughs> Matt Pat. He fucking says it's just a theory. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, I heard Markiplier was supposed to be there, but they couldn't get him out for the report. Because he was in Iron Lung, baby. Hey, woo, woo, woo. Sorry. David Shizumansky is cooler. I think I fucked up his name last week, too. Yeah? Yeah. At DuskDev on Twitter. You're cool. I think Markiplier's been mentioned twice this week. But, yeah. I had, <laughs> I feel like I had one last thing on that, which was... Oh, yeah. And along with idols in the game, um, in some of them you can uh, collect adult videos, uh, which they have real porn stars for. Oh, wow. Yes, I love uh, Mia Khalifa. Japanese. Ah, I don't know any. I don't know any porn stars, I'll be honest. Well, that's right. I just, she's a sports commentator. That's, I don't know. Oh, why there we go. Oh, oh, you should have said. I, I know, like, all I know is a bunch of pizza delivery guys. Um, <laughs> this is a guy who always comes when I'm not home to fix the dishwasher. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nick really likes him. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Now, besides that, I don't know. No, one day it'll be fixed. Yeah. God, I just don't. Oh, man. I, I can't be in the room with him because he's got, like, this glaring bald head. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I think that's everything <laughs> for us. Um, what a weird episode this has been. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. We uh, have, we just to, 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 to like, we, we yeah, talked yeah. about stylites. You know, like we do every week, we're we going to round about... up the topics of this episode. <laughs> uh, we started off with... Um, stylites. Nope. 
we started off with uh, Israeli children singing oh. about uh, blood, uh, love sanctified by blood. The um, uh, I the <laughs> minister telling the IDF to circumcise Hamas as revenge, and the last one, the fifteen minute cities are the reason why Gaza is currently being like genocided. Yeah. Uh, then we moved on to the stylites. Then we uh, sulf, uh, sulfur, chemical sulfur. Sulfur chemicals, that was cool. Then uh, Roman gangs. Roman gangs. Then uh, Japanese gangs. Japanese gangs. And then... Uh, gangs, Rome, I sleep. Gangs, Jap- Japan. Real and shit. Let's go. All right. Speaking of Jeff. Uh, that wraps up for our listening. podcast on Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you liked it, you can follow us on a whole bunch of fucking podcatchers um probably all of them one day youtube i promise eventually youtube um for sure this one will be new i'm hoping to get back into streaming because i finally have like a whole setup to do that yeah um so you can follow me on twitch.tv slash alsatoric a-l-s-a-t-o-r-e-c or uh twitter.com uh alsatoric as well a-l-s-a-t-o-r-e-c oh and i'm also i got a fucking blue sky invite for the fucking 12 of you who are on that platform. Yeah, I, so did I. I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Noblesse Oblige, mm-hmm. uh, the Nobel Peace Prize winners, yeah, yeah. Uh, or Nobel Prize winners, whoever. Um, yeah, I think they ended up making one, a group for all of the Rexy pods. Oh, I haven't okay. made it yet because I'm too afraid. Not fair enough. I'm afraid that, like, you know the thing with uh, Facebook mm-hmm. where you downloaded it and then it connected to your, like, Instagram so you couldn't delete it unless you wanted to delete oh, your threads. Instagram? threads yeah, yeah. I, like threads got me scarred I'm yeah i not... didn't touch threads me neither yeah, the thing is blue sky is it's it's is gonna it... be a hellscape and bad don't get me wrong but it's just like the fucking what was his face the guy who made twitter he made a new one that's his blue sky uh yeah yeah is it is it the bird again it's no it's a fucking shitty like jpeg of clouds oh. i know i know but i'm like get this the bird is... back elon didn't want him eh, they probably own the copyright Fuck. but yeah all right. Anyway, and then you can follow me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At uh, B A uh, Fawcett, F A W C E T T, or on the uh, Facebook group Totalis Rankium Facebook group, and then Totalis Groupium, which I just realized all of the Rexy pods are in there. I think besides Rex Factor. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, they're too good for us. Yeah. I, okay, <laughs> we're just the little guys. Yeah, I see. I see. <laughs> um, and uh, the whole like... group's named after Totalis Rankium, which yeah, is yeah. funny because uh, they're the forefathers, all right? Well, there's besides two of the them. besides yeah. saga thing and besides the forefather forefathers. Okay, yeah, it was it was Rex Factor saga thing, Total Frankium, Pontifax, everyone else. Yeah, I believe, yeah. I believe that's the order. I might be missing someone there, yeah. but I don't think I am. Well, like we should put us above Rex Factor. Yeah, because yeah, we yeah. only did we only waited so long so that everyone else can get started. Yeah, we had we this thought idea. it wouldn't be fair. Yeah, we had this idea before we even knew each other. Yeah, yeah. In reality, Totalis rank rank what, rank what? rank <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they shaped there are benefactor podcast. They shaped their podcast around our Jeff commentary. <laughs> we sent them the episodes in secret. We're releasing them just like twelve years later. It was hard because at the beginning, like they're not that good at following the script we gave them, but they're finally like <laughs> they finally mastered it. I know. Fucking yeah. took them long enough. Man, they wouldn't be funny at all if it wasn't for our script. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, or you could join the Discord group, which is uh, great. All the Jeff stuff's going on there. Um, all of the round stuff. Uh, come there to see uh, Heraclius. 
wipe up the floor with everybody in the third semifinal round and go on to win it all. That's what uh, is going to happen. Just, just what it is, you know. He's going to wipe his butt with Andronicus and Justinian too. It's going to be easy. We're going to need Jeff Nine against... Yeah, um, well, whoever wins... Whoever wins against... Um, whoever wins... Because whoever wins this season goes against Aurelian from the first season, who won the first season. Mm. And then... Um, spoiler if you haven't saw that <laughs> and then so whoever wins out of aurelian and the season two winner will put up against jeff nine yeah. and then we'll have totalis ranky him on and tell him why that person sucks compared to jeff yeah. also if you're listening to this podcast and you care about totalis rankium spoilers like, <laughs> like if you haven't listened to totalis rankium and somehow you got here i want you to dm our twitter account because i need to dissect your brain to see why it's different than everybody else's <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that's everything for today. Lovely. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. It's appreciated, as and always. As always, <sighs> I want to be up that pillar. Jeff, that's a stupid idea. It's my destiny. 